What's good, GGML? Here we are back. What's going down on the Gridiron episode four? This is your podcast for all the news with upsets, top 10, powering, just anything you want, trades, trading signings, everything going around in GGML. This is one way to just throw it on while you're on the way to work, on the way home from school, uh, walking the dog outside, anything, man. Just do it in your free time. Have the podcast on. It's really going to help us out. But in the booth, we got a DJ. What's up, man? What's up? I'm glad to be back. Yes, sir. It's been a minute. Uh, we were supposed to do it week 12, but got a little busy. Plus, the weird advances didn't help at all. But nonetheless, we're here week 13, so it's not that bad. But uh, Legion, it's been a minute since you were on. Oh, yes, it has. It's been good, man. It's been good. Yeah, working as always uh, on the, uh, the West Coast, too, so it's a little difficult. But you're back here, and you dig. What's that's up, my good, man? That's good. It's good. It's good. All right, and finally, we have a special guest, one of the newer guys in the league, but he's been real active and real competitive as well. Hawk, go ahead and introduce yourself, your team, your goals, and uh, any impressions you have on the league so far. All right, what's up? Um, I'm Hawk. I'm probably one of the newer users. I came in around week four. I... Uh, had the pleasure of beating you dig you know and um i look i look forward to uh going through the playoffs beating you dig again and uh Imagine. yeah <laughs> all right any uh early impressions on the oh, league I, so I far love this league. Since, uh, I love the activity the amount put into it and especially this podcast I listen to it all the time yeah yeah we definitely appreciate the initiative you know Starting off, you know, it's going to be a little bit off topic, but pre-CPML, it, it was a very dark road of uh, just, just stuff going on in the league, but we have came such a long way. Some of these guys have been here since Mad 19, and man, it really feels like everybody has bought in. Everyone's making content. Everyone's talking about stuff. Everyone's listening to the podcast. We got 32 core users and even like five guys on the wait list. Everyone is engaged in the league, and it's really came a long way. But uh, let's get into the first segment of this podcast. We got a Super Bowl preview. GGML Season 12, Week 13, Game of the Week. You dig in his 10-2 Bears, taking on the reigning champ, Atachi and his 11-1 Ravens. Uh, who do you got winning this, and what are the keys to success? I'm going to start with you, DJ. DJ, you there? Oh, my bad. This is a hard yeah. one to be honest with you, because Itachi's been on a tear. Your dig's been on a tear. Had a close affair with you, like I think last week. Yeah, the week. Um, this is a hard one, but if, I gotta, I gotta go Itachi. I gotta go Itachi because I know what he can do, and I know what that defense brings. That Ravens defense is good top to bottom. It has depth at every position and the only weakness is his offense. If he gets takeaways early and often, he wins. You dig on the other hand, his defense isn't as dominant as Atachi's. So it's a it's a battle of the defenses in this one. But it's anybody's ball game. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you that it definitely is anybody's ball game. Atachi, you know, one loss on the season. Uh, I'm not sure who that came to. I can fact check it real quick. Give me one second. But, uh, you know, as you said, his defense is very good. The one loss actually came 
to Chrome HDH, and it was by 21 points. Chrome HDH, not having the hottest of season. We'll get to him later. But yeah, that's the only game he's uh, played bad in. But the Super Bowl, you saw it last year, holding Rover to under 30 points. He's been playing good. You got Patrick Queen, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, and all them boys. He's definitely doing good over there. But on the other side, we got your dig, Mac Jones and Jalen Waddle, both brought in in the class. He still has Allen Robinson. He still has Montgomery in the backfield as well. So he can run. He can pass. The only thing I'm looking at is your dig's just questionable decision-making. You know, I don't want to piggyback on this too much, but <laughs> in our game, he was up by six points uh, at the 15-yard line, ended up throwing an interception that brought me back into the game. Something like that you Wait, can add do. A- Against a guy like Atachi in this high game. Yeah, go ahead. I just want to add another decision making point. His <laughs> his goal line pass to JH. Oh, Bruh, no. like still the worst <laughs> play call on the season by far. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had I have to add it every chance I get. You will not be able to live it but down have- unless somebody else higher up which isn't much, loses to J.H. <laughs> but as I was saying, you know, Itachi has a really good defense, but at the same time, Yadik has a really good offense. So who's going to be the X factor in this game? Is it going to be Marlon Humphrey with two interceptions? Or is it going to be Jalen Wilder with three touchdowns? Something like that is really going to be the difference maker in this game. But uh, moving on to you, Legion, you've seen, you've seen both of these guys. Itachi's in your division as well. Who you got winning this game? What are the keys to success? Mm, this might come as a surprise to some, but I'm going to go with Yadig. Um, surprise? A surprise, yes. Itachi is the reigning champ. The reigning Super Bowl champ. But um, the reason why I'm going with Yadig is because I feel like he has the offense to uh, force Itachi to be aggressive. Because a lot of the times Itachi has the lead, so he can kill time with the run game. It's just chewing entire quarters with, the, with one drive. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure every drive you have your dig ends with seven points. And that's that. Right. Like, you got to force him to pass the ball or else he's just going to chew plug. But... Okay, and moving on to Hawk. You're on the outside looking in. You've only played your dig. Haven't seen too much of a Tachi. But uh, who, you, who you got in this game early on? It could be a Super Bowl. Uh, pre- I talked to you, Dig, earlier about this, and I was I was saying Itachi because I'd never really like seen Itachi play. But Legion brought up a good point, and if Itachi's run game, like if that's what he relies on a lot, you uh, Dig has very good run defense. Like I had to deal with that, so I think if you, I think if you Dig can stop the run, he can win it. Like no doubt. Oh yeah, for for sure. To, to look at this uh, passing attack or lack thereof that Itachi has. His leading receiver is Devin Duvernay with 655 yards. That's not good at all. He has J.K. Dobbins with over 1,000 yards and 17 touchdowns to this point. But Lamar Jackson, 17 touchdowns, 17 picks. You got Jalen Johnson on the other side of the ball. You got recently up to superstar Eddie Jackson on that side of the ball. You still got uh, Kyle Fuller. You still have to deal with Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith. They got some playmakers over there. Who's going to step up first, though? And uh, you dig. Look at this game, man. How are you game planning? Uh, you don't have to obviously give out too much of it. Well, What's your mindset going into the game? Uh, my mindset is I want to get ball first, and I want to score first. Then I want to stay up. So I okay, my asshole back. Imagine. <laughs> I want to get ball first, score first, and then I want to uh, – not throw a turnover, just control the game. Um, 
I don't want it to be close. If I could score and then get a stop and make it 14-0, that's the goal. But I just want to go up early so we can't shoot clock and run the ball. Okay, your dig wants to get out to a good start and establish the tempo. Something I think you did very well against me. You went down the field, you got your seven, and then I had a turnover. And you were basically able to coach it out from there. I couldn't get Kennedy Brooks going. I had to pass my way back into it. And, you know, a defense like that, it's pretty tough to do. So that's what you got going on over there. And uh, now moving on to the next segment. It's about myself here. Uh, is it time for TJ to panic? We're sitting at seven and six with three games to go. Currently huddling at the eighth spot in the NFC. We are one game back from the Seahawks. We play the Seahawks, though, week 17. Uh, I'm going to start with you on this one, Legion. Is it time for me to panic? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think so, bro. I think all you need is a, to get in the playoffs. And you'll be set, bro. I think all you need is a ticket in, and then, like, it's TJ Mo from there on. You're not going to. I don't think. It, it'll be very hard to beat you in the playoffs. Interesting. Short, sweet, and to the point. Uh, you did. You just recently played me and uh, beat me on an ice kick. Yeah, it definitely hurt my heart. But uh, is it time to panic in Los Angeles? Bro. I don't, I don't think it's time to panic. I think if you beat Jay and you beat the Seahawks, then you're in. So I think if you, if you make it, mm-hmm. if you make it to the playoffs, you're gonna win games. I just think you have to win your regular season games first. Because if you get seven losses, I don't think that's gonna get you in. To be honest. No. Yeah, I control my own destiny. I have J- I have actually first off, I have the Texans who, uh, they're a new guy. They're just basically coasting it out until the draft. Then I have Jay, who beat me already this season. Got to get our revenge there. And then the Seahawks, we have already beat. So if I win those three games, I'm in the playoffs without needing any additional help. So I control my own destiny. Now, Hawk, looking at this on the NFC, you're also in this playoff picture. Looking at this 7-8 hole, is it time to panic for the Rams? I really don't think it is. I mean, you beat the Seahawks before, and I think it felt like the – J Dog could have went like that game could have went either way from what I could hear. I didn't watch the game until the end. And uh, Texans, I'm sure you're going to win. So, I mean, you win two out of three, you're in, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all it is about. Being able to uh, just get in on your own. A lot of people at week 16, week 17 mark, they're looking at, okay, I have to win this, this, and this person has to win this. This person has to lose this. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to know, hey, if you win this game, you make the playoffs. Just give me that opportunity. Like we just said, just give me a ticket and uh, I'll be sure to use the most of it as I can. But DJ, looking at this, man, you've been here since the jump. I have never missed a playoff, but we're sitting at 7-6. It's, it's very spooky in LA. Like, honestly, I've never seen TJ have this bad a season. At most, he's had three, three, maybe four L's on a season on a bad year um but uh i don't think it's time to panic because you've had a close game with jay i think he ended up winning on a pick or to seal the game uh-huh so he I had a guap drive yeah he threw the bag away he ain't won it that badly um i honestly don't think it's too much to say you can get in if you just like you said, win two or three games, but I see you going three for three. Um, there's nothing much to say about it. When it's time to be clutch, TJ's clutch. Unless, uh, yeah, we'll see. Unless about Madden it, dude, that- throws the game, 
like <laughs> like that curl route to uh Higby. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, it was an hour out to Higby. Acrobat went crazy on that. Either way, uh, you know, I'm I'm lined up. I got three ducks in a row. I got the sniper. I gotta hit all three of them, and I'm in. Uh Jay, I feel like I'm right down his heels. He's beat me once and like we haven't played him forever, but he, he's only beat me once. Uh, this Texans guy, who knows, he might play spoiler with this. He actually he might qualify for the situation, definitely by qualifies. the way, actually. That's definitely interesting. And then uh, Seahawks, I already beat him once. I beat him on the road in Seattle. We're going to be at home week 17 with a playoff spot on the line. That's as big as it gets right there. Might be game of the week. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, we just got to take care of business. As simple as that. Looking at another person who's been on slippery slope. Chrome HDH, man. Uh, coming into the year, he was the AFC runner-up. Sitting pretty. And he was on a bit of a win streak. And got handed his first L to DJ. Yes, sir. And City Chiefs. They were off. That, that's, whenever, that's whenever they were at one and two, I believe. That win right there just sparked the win streak. Todd Gurley and the boys getting going. But uh, no one cares about them. We're here to talk about HDHS. Ever since this play call rule update, we have the play call limit at two and the cool down at 10. Looking for guys to really go deeper in that playbook. HDH hasn't been doing too well, man. Not getting guys open. Not able to run the ball as effectively. Turning the ball off more. And his defense is giving up a lot more yardage. Uh, I'm going to come to you with this one, Hawk. Is he overrated or is he still a contender? So I had the pleasure of just playing him. So personally, I think he. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you just played him. Judging, oh, man, I don't know honestly. Like he didn't, he wasn't bad. Like I definitely faced like worse, but I say he's just right there. I I didn't haven't played him before the play call rule, but he's yeah, a middle I think he's team. Not, I don't think he has a lot to prove still. But I mean, he's not a bad player. I think he could do it. What are some other things you think he could uh, build on to improve in the playoffs? He seems to be, like, kind of one-dimensional when it comes to play calling, like, passing-wise. I was able to, like, pick apart kind of his, Mm -hmm. his like, his common, yeah, like, kind of where he would target players, like, either, like, the flats or crossers, and it was kind of easy to manage. His defense was not that bad, though, honestly, but I make mistakes a lot, so... (laughs) And moving on, Legion, you're here in this AFC. I'm sure you've played him already. You know, losing these couple games the last couple weeks, is he overrated or is he still contending? Actually, I haven't played him yet. I actually play him next week, so I'm looking forward to that to see what happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew you played him last season. I didn't get to play him last season, and I get to play him next week this season, so I'm looking forward to that. Go look at the tape. I think it's it's insane, like, with this turnaround since a new – the new rule implement. It's just the, like, yeah, it's crazy. Coincidence. I, I don't know how to explain it, but I don't know, bro. It's just around the 180 that's happened with him since the new uh, rule implement or with the play calling. I don't know. I, I gotta say he's over, he's watched or not or not watched, but overrated. He's got to prove himself first oh. that he can play within this new. You know, he's got to adapt. Yeah, it's simple as that. You know. The, the bad players, they're going to complain and want uh, stuff to happen for them. The good players, they're going to take it, they're going to adapt, and they're going to do better. And, you know, right now he's right there at that middle ground. And whenever we implemented this, I said we're either going to get a lot of backlash, people complaining, or we're going to get people who really like it. And, you know, it, it feels like it's been about a 70-30 uh, 
excuse me, in terms of the people who like the new play call rule, I feel like we got a solid 10 to 20% of guys who they'll convert later on. But personally, I love the new play call. I've seen a lot of new uh, schemes, a lot of new defenses, a lot of new offenses. Uh, it's definitely been refreshing to Madden in general, you know, already in January, a little bit burnt out. But uh, as far as ACH goes, I think he's just got to adapt. Uh, you know, mix in some new plays, find new ways to get guys open, find new ways to, uh, for your defense to get turnovers, and you'll be fine. He's 8-4, and four, so unless he just completely um, just goes all out and loses, he's going to make the playoffs. So he'll be fine. It's just as a matter of getting there. Use these next three weeks to really get in the lab and work on some things, uh, new formations, new sets, and I think he'll be just fine. Moving on to your dig. Is HGH overrated? Bro, or is he still I think a he's still a contender solely because his losses have been to playoff caliber players. Like he lost to Hawk, DJ, and the new Chargers user. Who, if he was, here, I think if he was here from the jump, he'd be in the playoffs right now. So, because of that, I think that HGH mm-hmm. isn't overrated. I just think that he just got, yeah, he just has to adjust to it. Like he just has to get used to it. And then he plays Legion, Bengals, and Chuck for his last three games if you can win those then i don't know those aren't really proving games but if you can beat legion and chuck then i'll say he's he's solid he's solid he's not overrated but he's solid yeah he's right there that middle of the pack just gotta do one little thing to put him in that upper echelon of guys dj in this division you see him twice a year you gave him his first l of the year i'm sure this is about to get real that boy spicy. is overrated what you got <laughs> i've been saying this shit since day one Sorry for the cuss word, but hey, it is what it is. Nah, you let it fly. This let man fly. relies <laughs> on the. He relies on the matter. I'm gonna call call a spade a spade. Ever since the play calling, we've seen what he can do on offense, and it ain't much. When he had free reign, he was going. I think his passing record, his passing touchdown to interception ratio was like. 42 to like 8 or something absurd like that but on offense he is completely overrated I'm not like knocking his defense at all because it's there his play calling on offense is such as can be almost as bad as you digs play calling but that's neither here nor there um but yeah defense he's good offense he's overrated as can be Interesting, DJ getting real hot and spicier. To look at Derek Carr and his stats in comparison to last season versus this season. Last year he finished the season with 19 interceptions. Now this season we're at 25 with four games to go, so he might be hitting 30 as to where last year he didn't even hit 20. Definitely something to keep an eye on as well over there in Los Angeles. But uh, moving on to our next segment, keeping it. Within that AFC West, DJ began the year at 1-2 with talks about being washed. Since then, he's been on a nine-game win streak. Uh, d- does he have what it takes to knock off Atachi in the AFC? I'm going to start with you leaving. Mm. I mean, the take. I don't think he has that top spot yet. Please, before you start, before you start. I just want you to know, <laughs> I lost by one possession to him in the season opener. Just want to let that be known. That's true. Okay, I lost by one point to him. So, <laughs> the 
first time, so I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> but I, I, I don't think you're going to be, you have that spot yet. I think it's still Taki. Okay, uh, moving on to Hawk. What you thinking? DJ on a nine-game win streak. Looking real good. Does he have what it takes to get that one spot? I think he does. MC? His defense was, like, probably, like, one of the best I've faced in the league, in all honesty. And I think that with his team, just how good they are offensively, I think he can make something happen and win a game. Especially in, like, how, how like, each game is so close. Like, something happens, it could go one way or the other. I just feel like the Chiefs would probably beat them. So... Okay, and myself here, looking at this one, in the opener, DJ did lose by one score, but he did it in a way that I'm not sure is going to happen in the playoffs. He had uh, Patrick Mahomes, 342 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception, which is good and all, but he did not run the ball effectively at all. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Todd Gurley combined for 14 rushes and 61 yards. That is pretty bad. You know, playoff football in Baltimore, there's most likely going to be snow. In Kansas City, there's most likely going to be snow. You're not going to be able to sling the ball to McCole Hardman for 150 yards, two touchdowns. You're going to have to go conservative. And Todd Gurley, since that point, you know, he was fresh thrown into the offense uh, off the offseason. They made a trade. Oh, no, actually, he signed him in FA, excuse me. But, you know, freshly thrown in there. Since then, I believe he's on pace to break the NFL uh, rushing touchdown record, by the way. But uh, he's doing good. Now. I just want to see him be able to, you know, slow the game down and uh, really have a run-centric offense. And that defense with uh, Jerry Sneed, Tyron Matthew, and all them, I want them to get a turnover on your dig. And as y'all said, make him pass the ball. In the season opener, he had 170 yards and three TDs with Super Bowl MVP J.K. Dobbins. And Lamar only had 248 passing yards. You know? You're going to have to make a Tati throw the ball and beat you through the air. I'm not sure if he can do that yet, but I think he does have what it takes. He has the team for it. He's been here long enough. He's the best player in the league without a ring. I'm definitely going to be rooting him on that side of things to potentially meet me in the ball. I just want to add so a little more comment. What it takes. What about you, all of Jay? those touchdowns were all breakaway runs. All breakaway in the later mm-hmm. half of the game. Yeah, it looks like J.K. Dobbins, out of the 170 yards, his longest run of the day was 69 yards. Nice. But, uh, DJ, coming back to you here, what are you going to have to do, you know, game plan-wise to get yourself the number one spot in the AFC? We are going to have to limit the big plays because we've been gashed for those too much this season, whether it be players missing tackles in open field or – in the backfield, for that matter, because for some reason, they just don't want to tackle in the backfield. We're going to have to get pressure <laughs> on everybody. We are going to have to find some way to get sacks and stop the breakaway plays. That is my big focus from week 14 to the day I get eliminated or the day I make the bowl, whichever one comes first. I, was, I wouldn't say the day I get eliminated. <laughs> But uh, we're going to move on to our next topic. Uh, on the week eight episode, we had pretender or contender. This one's, you know, kind of along the same lines, but we got in or out with four weeks to go in the playoffs. You know, the picture is there, but there's a couple of guys on the brink. We're going to start off here with the Chargers at six and six. 
Uh, we're, we're at week 13. Some games have got played. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. But right now, the Chargers are the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight spot in the playoffs currently. Uh, they're at six and six. And the Patriots are at six and six as well. Then the Broncos at seven and five. So you're one game out of the playoffs. And he, he took over the team at about the midway point. He's been doing pretty well with them. His first game, man, he throttled ACH. And then he put a 52 to zip burger on league. So he's definitely can ball. But, you know, with that that bad record to start, it's going to be enough to get him in. Uh, I'm going to start with you on this one, DJ. You're in the division. He's at six and six. Is he in or out? We got a couple of teams on this list. I so honestly think he can make problem. it out if he just beats Chuck. And because Chuck's one of those fringe players who's on the verge of being good and middle pack. Like, he, he, as you know, as he constantly brings up, he He's beats me. He beat me. So, yeah, like, I think he could <laughs> end up sliding it. Interesting. Uh, uh, coming over to you, you dig. Looking at these charges at six and six in the eight spot currently. Are they in or uh, out? Like I said before, I think if he started from the beginning of the season, it would be a playoff team, definitely. So, based off of that, I think if he wins out right now, he's gonna make a playoff in the AFC simply because the AFC is not as strong as the NFC, and we've discussed this many times. So, I think if he just handles business, he's gonna get in. Yeah, it's real easy to say if he wins out, but looking at this schedule, he has the Giants, who are 6-6 six and six as well. They're both fighting for playoff spots. And then he has the reigning Super Bowl champ, Atachi. Mm. So you could almost mark that one up as an L. Then he has Legion as well at that Week 16. So these three games right here, this is make or break. I feel like if the Atachi one is an automatic L, you have to win these other three. So all eyes are in on this Giants game, but uh, coming over you to now Legion, Chargers are 6-6, six and six. are they in? Yeah, that's out? a great point that you brought up. Um, I feel like I haven't seen Chargers that play, so I feel like my game with him is 50-50, but he has to beat the Giants. He has to start with that, because then, you know, you got Itachi, and that's almost a, an L guaranteed, but not, I'm not going to say 100%, because, you know, anything can happen, but, you know, you just got to, your schedule at the end is not looking that great, so you got to win as many as you can, or else, I mean, you're at six and six. That could usually be, you know, seven and ten. You know, it, it's just or yeah, 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 seven and ten. Oh no, 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 no. What am I talking about? Yeah, yeah. Look, he, at... he, he has to win at least two games <laughs> to be in playoffs. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He has to win at least two games. Yeah, my myself looking at this, the big thing I'm circling. You come in the league, you beat ACH by thirty. You come in the league, you beat uh, league fifty-two to zero. And then you lose by 18. <laughs> so Jordan, hey, like Jordan, Jordan, Yo, Jordan you want to? Remember when he made the? Hold up, hold up. Hold up. A, there was nobody in the AFC he did, though. He did. He there was did. nobody in the AFC. He beat. He beat Jutsu. He beat Jutsu that year. But uh, I'm I'm sorry, but Jordan hasn't had the hottest of years. You know, I feel like if he wins that game, he's sitting at five else, and he's actually currently at the sixth spot instead of the eighth spot. And then you can afford to lose a game to Atachi. Then you'll be at six else. But with Atachi, Legion, and King J and the Giants, I I don't think that's good enough to get in. For now, I'm gonna say he's gonna miss the playoffs. Bread, 
you know, you came in, you got the team, you're doing good, but this loss to Jordan is unacceptable. If you lost to Jordan, I don't see you beating King J. I don't see you beating Itachi. And I don't even see you beating Leeds. You know, that's a week 16 game. They're most likely playing for draft capital. Who knows? Who knows who uh, goes how hard of that one? But if you lost to Jordan, I don't see you beating Atachi or King J. I think I'm going to have to put him out on this one. Hawk, what you thinking? At 6-6 six and six in the AFC, is he in I really don't like his schedule looking at it. I, I think he's out. I don't think he's going to be able to get in. But, I mean, the King yeah, J got- game is huge, though. If he can win against King J, he might be able to get in, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to end up coming down to some tiebreakers. Assuming he wins out, he goes 10-6. and six which might get him in, but it, like y'all said, this King J game, if he, it, 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 I'm going to go ahead and call it, if he loses this game, he's out. If he wins this, he's in, but for one more week, then he has to play Atachi. So this is it right here, Brad. You're most likely going to hear the podcast after this game, but we're hyping it up. This is your game. You must win or your season is over. Good dig. Uh, yeah, did I get to you on this one yet? Yeah. I got everybody right. I got everybody on the Chargers. All right, moving. We're going to keep it within the division. Chuck and the Broncos sitting at 7-5. and five. They are one spot ahead of the Chargers. Are they in or out? The 7-5 Broncos, I'm coming back to you, Hawk. Are they in or out? Let me pull up the schedule real quick. Yeah. I don't know, man. This He is a rough schedule. They have. Ben's game. Yeah. I, I don't know, oh, man. No. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think he's going to be... Does anybody know what happened with that Swoofy game? What happened with this one? Is this I don't know. Look at that. Let's, let's um, uh, there's nothing in the chat about it. They played twice. They might Looks be like still playing. playing. Yeah, they're eight minutes ago. Someone I'm checking it right that now. Without leaving the call, that'd be dope. No, they're playing right now. They're playing right now. But uh, I'm checking. Uh, what's the score? What's the score? Let me check. Let me check. It's stop the stream. Hopefully it doesn't. Hold on. <clears throat> it looks like Chuck's up cool. about wow, to score. Make it 14 nothing in the first off of this like recording. But it might have crashed already and that might have been. But Ooh, current, I think that was Current crash. score is 17 to 20 Broncos. I don't know who has the ball, but it's 17-20. That's a huge game. Oh, you looked at the gamer tag. Okay. 17-20. So he's taking care of business. Uh, business I mean, <laughs> business, excuse me. At home against Swoopy and those Titans. But uh, go ahead, Hawk, and uh, explain the rest of the I think if he can win, if he can finish this game, <laughs> and then he says he beat GJ before, so if he can beat him again, I think he'll get it. And then Chrome, I don't. I don't know. I think he could beat Chrome again, too. So, honestly, yeah, I think he... Yeah, I think he'll get in. He'll get in, probably. Oh, uh, you know, DJ, you're on this schedule. I'm going to go ahead and let you uh, put your two... I really on, don't uh, think Broncos. he will end up getting in. I mean, he'll get in, but I don't think he'll beat me or HZH. Because... <laughs> We're going to ignore Hawk on the schedule? I mean, uh, y'all are hitting week 15 and 17. I, like, yeah, I, I honestly don't believe he'll beat either one of us because, honestly, Any of exactly. Them. And all three gauntlets. Hawk and me had a pretty close game, even though he, he started coming back late. He started coming back late. Um, 
I don't see him beating any one of us, to be honest, because we all have enough firepower on both sides of the ball to get the job done. I don't know. Like, yeah, myself looking at this here, you know, Chuck, he has to play Swolfy, DJ, Hawk, and ACH. And uh, you could say he beat DJ, but that was the last time DJ lost. DJ is on a nine-game win streak since that point, and you only beat him by three points. I, I, I don't see I don't see it happening again. I don't see anyone sweeping DJ over there on that side of things. So I'm going to mark that one up as a loss. Uh, Hawk, Hawk is just, just a superior player. I'm going to mark that one up as a loss. And ACH, I feel like that one's 50-50. Which ACH are you going to get? By week 17, I think he'll be fully groomed and uh, used to the new play call. So I think he can win that one as well. And you're only up by three on Swoofy right now. Uh, if he loses out, he'll be at seven and nine. And that's for sure not a playoff spot. If he wins one of them, that's eight and eight. And that's for sure not a playoff spot. And I don't see him winning two of those. I'm sorry, but the schedule is just too difficult. You're going to have to get the out for me. Uh, Legion, looking at this schedule, he's at 7-5 right now, but these last four games are pretty tough. Ooh. Um, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think with his record as it is right now which at 7-5, and five, I think he can afford to lose a couple games, actually, and still squeak in the playoffs. How many, I, though? I think he has to be first. Like, he has to win this game he's playing right now. He's only he up by three. Pull, pull it out, you have to win it. Uh, with DJ, I don't think he's going to win it. Well, you could because you beat him before, but I honestly don't see it. I think the thing is, I don't think he's going to be Hawk either, but he could be HGH if HGH doesn't figure it out how to play in this new environment. <laughs> um, <laughs> he could be, he could win that game and he could make playoffs. So week 17, it might come down to that. Yeah, it definitely should. You know, those divisional tiebreakers, those are the ones that get you in or out as long as well with the head-to-head tiebreakers. And you dig. The last one here, Chuck and these Broncos, excuse me, at 7-5, and five, are um, they in or To out? be honest, I think Chuck is going to be out. I think Chargers are going to get in over him. Because I just looked at the schedules. Chuck is 7-5, and five, and I have him going 1-3 and three for his last three games and winning, beating Sophie. So that finishes him at eight and eight. Chargers, if he beats King J, he's going to be seven and six. And then I have him winning two out of those last three. So he's going to be um, nine and seven, correct? Or even nine if he loses seven. to King J, he'll still be eight and eight. Mm-hmm. And then I went to go look at the tiebreakers, and Chargers is Chargers has down a tiebreaker in the division. But if he wins his division games at the end of the season, he's going to be tied and then after mm-hmm. that I went to look at the conference and Chargers has the conference over Chuck so I think it's going to come down to that tiebreakers unless unless Chargers beats um, King J yeah. then Chargers is going to get in but if Chargers loses to King J I think he still gets in off of the tiebreaker yeah looking at these two schedules I think it comes down to the Chargers having the easier one despite them being a game back just the Broncos schedule is straight up ruthless. Uh, moving on to, to the uh, NFC side of things, we got game and total. These Saints start off the year one and four, strung together a whole bunch of wins, and here they are now 
at seven and five. They just beat the Jets, so excuse me. I believe they're at eight and five now. They got Spaz Week and Spaz again. I feel like this should be pretty unanimous, but I think that eight and five is gaming turtle in or out. I'm gonna start with you, DJ. My bad. DJ, um, you there? That's a lot. That's not even a contest at the moment because Spaz isn't even <laughs> focused on this season unless he's focused on that uh, end season spoiler that might be coming up. Who knows? Um, yeah, but there's no way he should lose to Spaz more than once. And Leak. Coming in, he was looking hot at four and one, but now he's what four and eight, four and seven, four and he's, seven, and he has don't me like tonight. That. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like that—that that should be an easy lock for Game Turtle because yeah. he's been balling with Trace. Yeah, game. Yeah, Game and Turtle. Three uh, games left. Neither of the opponents have a record over 500. So that will be, spoiler alert, uh, eligible games. I don't think we'll see much spoiler, though. I think you just got to throw the meat in the uh, in the deep freezer on this one. He'll be just fine. Nothing will spoil. I think he's an easy lock into the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Uh, what about uh, you, schedule's extremely, oh, no, I'm not going to say extremely easy, but <laughs> the schedule is winnable game. Right? So <laughs> <your> schedule. <laughs> A lot of a lot of winnable games, so I think he's gonna end up eleven and five. There should be no reason why he doesn't end up eleven and five. So I think he's gonna get six seed or even possibly five seed if he plays really good. All right, I don't think he's gonna get five seed because that's occupied by a rover at the moment. So yeah, but uh, Hawk, looking at this, is is it a lot for Game of Thrones? There's there's no doubt in my mind. No doubt. <laughs> uh, uh, Legion, looking at uh, Game of Turtle's schedule with Spaz twice in week once, eight and five is he? Yeah, I gotta five. agree with the rest of you guys. He, there's no reason why he should lose one of these last two games. Uh, he should win them all, so he's in. Okay, so assuming this all stands, the NFC is going to be set. Excuse me, I'm going off of my memory. It's going to be you dig at the one, trade at the two. Hawk at the three. Uh, the win- uh, no, Jay at the four. Rover at the five. Gaming Turtle at the six. And then now, we're, I guess we're going to combine all these in one. Fighting for the seven seed are the seven and five Seahawks, the seven and six Rams, and the six and six Giants. And I'm going to circle one humongous game here. The Seahawks have to play the Giants and the Rams. So their season on the line in both of those games, he basically has to win out uh, the, the Rams themselves. They play the Cardinals and the Seahawks as well. And then finally, to look at the Giants' schedule, I think he has to play Hawk, if I remember. Um, looking at his schedule, he has to play the Chargers, who have been really good. He has to play the Seahawks, which that's going to be a playoff game. And then he has to play Hawk as well. So looking at these schedules, they all got some cup, some tough competition. I'm going to start with you, Legion. Who gets that last spot? Is it going to be the Seahawks, the, the, the Rams, or the Giants? This is a tough one, but you know, I'm going to go with the Rams. I feel like I have the three. You have the most winnable game for like the remaining of your schedule. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're my favorite. And and uh, Hawk, looking at this, you got the Giants in your division. 
and you have them on your schedule as well. Not looking too good for them. Who you got out of these three? The Seahawks. It's, it's gonna. Guys. I don't. I think the Giants are gonna like cancel themselves out based off the Seahawks game. But I think it's gonna be between the Seahawks and the Rams, and the Rams will win Week 17, I believe. Yep. Uh, you did. Bro, I'm look not gonna this. lie Who's to you. I don't last know. Seven spots. Because. Because look. <laughs> it's really one. Tough. No, I think I think three games. I don't they all think play each other. But two, you just lost today, so you know you're seven and six, and Seahawks is about to play the Texans, and I think mm-hmm. Seahawks. No, he doesn't. He plays the Chargers. Oh no, no, he plays oh, the I'm Texans, yeah, and I think that's I'm a win. I'm so lying. I'm looking he's at the be Eight and five, and you're going to be seven and six. So he's going to have a game above you. Then I think he's going to beat King J, and I think he's going to beat Colts, which puts him at um, nine and six, right? Yeah, nine and six. And you're gonna be, however, yeah. He's gonna be nine and five. I'll yeah. So I think whoever wins that last game is gonna win out. And then week seventeen. Yeah. yeah, myself. Look at this. I think it's pretty uh, clear cut. I don't know why. I think King J is gonna be out strictly because of his other schedule. But I can see some really wonky stuff happening by him beating Seahawks and knocking them back, and then himself <laughs> losing again. So it technically cancels both of them out. But I think uh, all together it's going to come down week 17, Seahawks versus Rams for the, uh, not for the division, but for that last spot. And in that one, the Rams won it myself, 24-14. So we we have that in, uh, in our back pocket. Obviously hoping it doesn't come down to week 17, but if it does, uh, we would definitely be prepared. DJ, look at this NFC, the seventh spot. You know, I got to go Seahawks, with you. I got to go Rams. with you. Got? What works. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I got to go with the Rams because they have the easier schedule out of everybody you name. Because I honestly do not. I haven't seen the Seahawks user play. Um, I heard again. I know you beat him earlier in the season. It was by a possession, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I just don't yep. see you dropping any of these games because... If you're locked in, you win easily. But if you relaxing, you might slip up. So, <laughs> okay. Anyway, hopefully we get a uh, playoff TJ for these last final games, so you can finish the season strong. And uh, yeah. Yep, I've, I've said it uh, the entire podcast pretty much because, uh, you know, it's the playoffs. We're mentioning playoff teams. You know, I'm sorry for the guys who their seasons didn't live up to expectation, but the competition has risen to an all-time high. A lot of middle-of-the-pack guys, a lot of guys already focused on the draft and free agency, but, you know, we'll hit on those uh, topics there in the offseason. You know, we might have a little first-round mock, maybe a half-round mock, something like that. And then obviously highlight the FA signings to give those guys a boost. But uh, talking about these playoffs, man, this is as tight as it gets. You know, I'm just focusing on one game at a time. I got the Texans, I got the Cardinals, and I got the Seahawks. If I win those three, I'm in without needing any additional help. So I'm hoping I can just focus on me and do that. But, you know, enough about these bottom teams. Let's talk about who is the scariest heading into the playoffs. And uh, everyone here is in the playoffs, except for you, sorry, and Le- uh, sorry Legion. I but, uh, you know, nonetheless, you can still watch from the outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, who knows? 
But uh, looking at this schedule, I'm going to start with you, DJ. Excluding yourself, huh. who is the I'm just going purely going based off roster. Then I'm going to jump into skill. Based off roster in each division, I got to go Itachi and um, Trey's Bucks. Because those are some scary teams to face in the playoffs. Like, they have okay. literally every position from top to bottom. But if we're going purely based off user, I'm going to say the only man I am afraid of playing is Itachi. Because we played so many times, whether it be in the league or head-to-head, it's ridiculous. And I just got to figure out a way to stop his run, and that's the only thing that scares me about his offense. Okay, okay, interesting. Uh, yeah, dig. Moving on to you, who is the hottest um, team heading in a playoffs? In the NFC, I gotta say Trey, because his roster is stacked and not going against going against you guys' opinion. I think he's actually a solid player. I think he's actually pretty good. So, um, I think him, his talent plus the roster makes him a very strong team in the playoffs. And for the AFC, I think DJ simply because he's on a nine-game win streak, he's beat. HGH, he's beat a lot of good players. He beat Chargers. So I think I think in the AFC it's gonna be Chiefs and in the NFC it's gonna be Bucks. Alright, this is gonna hurt me a bit to say. You know, no, no, I'm not gonna say Trey. I'm gonna keep it to the guy you dig who just beat me. Uh Mac Jones and them boys. He claimed it was gonna be a revenge season. He has done exactly that going on an absolute tear. Let's count them up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight game win streak uh, before he sadly lost to Hawk. So, you know, he's doing pretty good in that department and then freaking lost to Jay. Yes, sir. Never. It gets let go of in the chat. But th- these last two games, man, he's, he's really hot right now, but he may come back down to earth. He's got Atachi and Rover and back-to-back weeks. I really want to see these both. I feel like this is a Super Bowl and NFC Championship uh, caliber games right here. Can he do it? You're on an eight-game win streak. I feel like Madden fatigue is a bit of a thing, but if he could come out with these two wins, it would be crazy because then he will have beaten Rover, Atachi, TJ, Jay, Rover again, and he uh, obviously got revenge on JH. So he's doing really good. And on the AFC side of things, I'm going to have to give it to DJ. It's a no-brainer. Nine-game win streak. That Chiefs roster is peaking at the absolute perfect time. He's winning his division. The only person I even see close to beating him is Atachi. And even then, I feel like DJ has the edge in that one. So I feel like he's going to be really scary to play if you end up like a six or seven seed and got to play him round one of the playoffs. Moving on to you, Hawk, who is the scariest person here in the playoffs? I think it's going to be DJ. Just overall, I I think he's a good player, and I think that he'll be able to run the table and then defend. Like, the scariest team, and not no one really talks about him much anymore, but I know he made that Super Bowl last year, and that's Rover. And I think that... I think that the close mm-hmm. games that he's all playing and, and stuff, he's like low key just like sliding under the radar. And I think that's why he could be the scariest because I honestly, it doesn't matter how bad you beat someone. I think it's just if you complete games and it seems like he knows how to close games out. So. Okay. And then, uh, I had that, DJ. Oh, my bad. Short term memory loss. But now Legion looking at this, 
Who's the scariest team going into the playoffs? I'm gonna start with the AFC. No, I'm gonna go with the Tachi. He only has one loss this whole season. That's the HGA. And I don't. I mean, he could win this next game against you, dig. And you know, it could make him two losses. I don't see him losing any other games. But yeah, it's the Tachi, and then you know, going off of that to the NFC, the hottest team is you dig. Like Matt Jones, like you said, TJ, he's got that offense firing in all cylinders. He says. This season's been great. Like, it, <laughs> I don't know. He's just going off, bro. So, yeah. That's my pick. All right. And I feel like these kind of go hand in hand. But uh, one last time, you can mention yourself if you want to. You know what? Actually, uh, other than obviously, well, I'm, I, I keep that going. Man, you know, well, we love Legion. He does a lot of work here. But to the other guys here, instead of making a Super Bowl prediction, call out who you want. Uh, in your conference championship and then call out who you want in the Super Bowl. Let's make this last topic real spicy. I'm going to start with you on this one, Hawk. Being the new guy, who do you want to see in the NFC championship and then who do you want to if see I in the Super Bowl? If I can get this to happen, I want you to in the championship. We, me and him always play those close games. Me and him Ooh. always play those, like We were doing a little close game in online head-to-head right before this and uh, it's always fun when I play him. Especially Imagine. when I can beat him, you know, twice a season is pretty nice. But, uh, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I want to see the hype around Natachi really bad, but I want my rematches with DJ. So that's that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with DJ. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, you dig. You were just summoned by Hawk and the Eagles. Let's see if you want that same matchup. Who are you calling out? For the NFC huh, I want, championship, I want and then who are you calling out? He's for a potential Hawk is the only one that beat me, and I've been talking about revenge this whole season. So I want to get my revenge on him too. I want to beat him. So I want to see him in the playoffs. I think it's possible. <laughs> I think I'm looking at the standings right now. I think it's possible for us to play each other if we both win out. And then in the Super Bowl, I want DJ just because our last game that we played, he was the Chiefs. He scored a 50-yard touchdown. And I, I can't stand losing like that. You, you, you should. I'm just saying. You, 27 seconds left. Perfect. You know I'm going deep. You know I'm going deep. Why come out? And, uh, it doesn't make Imagine. sense. So because of that, sense. I got to play. I want to play DJ. And I want to play Hawk, right. And I want to win both yeah. of those games. And DJ, looking at this on the AFC side of things, who you want to see in that AFC Championship, and then who do you want to meet? In the I would bowl? say HGH for the AFC, but we got if the playoffs were to start today, I play him round one, so I'm not gonna say HGH. Ooh. I want Itachi. I want that blood. I want my Ooh. rematch for Week One, and this one is hard. This one is hard because I want. I really want my bowl against you for all them. Re- I want a revenge tour against you mm. for uh, all that disappointment in Madden 20. Quick fun <laughs> fact, DJ is 0-4 against TJ in the playoffs. Quick, quick fun fact. And, <laughs> 0-4. Three of them were uh, Don't even want to talk about <laughs> it. But anyway, my other uh, one opposite of you would definitely be a dig because he... Me and him be going at it in the chat, head to head, side leagues, name it. We be going at it. Like I, I really just want but, another meme play, a, an official meme play. 
where it's like <laughs> down the sidelines. Yeah, yes, I see the irony, but I want Damn. something along it those must, lines to be a Saints fan, for the ma- down match the sideline. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Since, since he wanted to throw low there. blows, let's talk about Sunday. <laughs> let's bro, talk about Sunday. How y'all played against us? You're not winning Super Bowl, I hope you know that. Because like we were in the game for like most of it, we just didn't convert. Like <laughs> we dropped the touchdown. But we come on now. Yeah, we would have. We the, the, the last drive. The, oh, are you talking about that? Uh, that oh well. That oh well. We were literally boxing you the entire game, but okay, y'all. <laughs> y'all had one good play. Though. All right, <laughs> moving on past that. As you can see, some guys here in the booth throwing jabs at each other, and that's what GGML is all about. We rebranded due to some personal conflict. Uh, you know, we like trash talk, but sometimes. It gets a bit too far and a bit too personal, but, you know, we got a real good group of 32 guys. We've been here since forever. Uh, we play each other in side leagues and head-to-heads just for fun. That's what it's all about. Basically, just thinking of it as getting home with your homie, sitting on the couch, talk, uh, playing some mad and talking some trash. And uh, that's basically what it is. We would usually be in party chat and talk about the league every day. And I was like, you know what? Let's take this one step further, put it on a podcast. That way, instead of just two or three of us in a party, we got the whole league uh, looking, listening, and I think it's been real entertaining for y'all. In the three episodes, we're up to to eighty views now. We appreciate that much. But uh, myself here, looking at this, you know, if I make the playoffs, I want Game of Turtle round one. I want Hawk round two, and I want you dig round three of the playoffs. That I mean, it's, I'm going to be in the wild card, so it's going to be very hard for me to make it at all. But I want it to be a revenge tour. Hawk, we haven't played in the league, but we played. And some uh, some head to head, he's definitely solid. So I want my ones with that. But give me game of total, you dig and hawk, and uh, you know it, I feel like I want rover too. But you can only play three games. And then on AFC th- side of things, if if uh, DJ is gonna win a bowl, it better it be. better be versus me. I, I don't uh, want I, it any I, other I've way. Been a roadblock all this time. If, if he's gonna win a ring, I want him to go through me. He's zero four against me in the playoffs. So I'm gonna be rooting him on that side of things. If, if he's going to make it there, I want to be the one that he has to get over. That way it can basically be like a respect thing, like finally you did it, and give him his props on that. But Legion, sitting over here, what are the games that you really want to watch, whether it be rivalries, revenge, or what? What's your uh, AFC Championship perfect match you want, uh, NFC Championship perfect match you want, and then the perfect mm, For AFC, Bowl. I mean, DJ says he can beat Itachi, so I'll go with that one. I want to see if you can actually do it, DJ. You actually want it. Let's see, let's see you beat him. Definitely do, but we gotta make it through this first round. I don't, I don't know. NFC, NFC side with, of things, Lisa. What, what's Rover's uh, uh, what's he call his record right now? 11 he's ten two? in. He's eleven and two. Yeah, I think he's eleven and two right now. Yep, but yeah, Dig is also eleven and two, so that's I tough. Could they make it? Could they play in the championship? Would that be possible? I mean, I don't know if it's and actually that would be my dream scenario. Yeah, Rover and uh, that's you saying? Okay, and then uh, out of both the AFC and the NFC, Super Bowl. I think we got it this week with you digging Atachi. I think this is a Super Bowl preview, and let's see you get that rematch. Yeah, it should definitely be a good game. A wild recap of DJ. Now, as I said, this was supposed to come out week twelve, but uh, you know the uh, playoff football was over the weekend. 
we had a midday advance and then we had an early morning advance. You know, it's fine. We, we haven't had a single 48 hour advance the entire uh, since the reboot, which was two seasons ago now. So we're doing fine, very active. A lot of new guys stepping up, showing a lot of initiative. I'll just be in the chat and I'll be like, hey man, I really need to do this real quick when I get home. And you know, I was uh, in the chat talking about the playoff pitch. I was like, can somebody update? I, I, I would say I got an update report. I'm at school right now. And within 20 minutes, Game of Thrones had typed it out full by himself. I didn't ask him to do anything, typed it up and tagged everybody. Something like that, you know, Legion last year with the 60-40 pass run. He did that on his own. And big, big mm. shout out, new money boy. Recently brought into the commissioner room. He's been here since the jump. He's been updating the chart as frequently as he can, uh, doing a lot of work there. And then you dig, man. I feel like he's been the second guy uh, really stepping up since he was brought in here. It's crazy <laughs> ironic because at one point, me and him were just like at each other's throats. And then now he's the number two guy helping me with the scheduling. Definitely stepping up. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely been good. A lot of guys in the league. Everyone's making content. My streams have been through the roof, man. I, I had 43 views on one of them. And then today when I played Rover, I had 17. So everyone's involved, man. GGMO has came a very long way. This was episode four of the podcast. Anybody got any last comments? And I believe that's going to be it, guys. Thank you for listening. The next episode will come out before the wild card games are played. We're going to basically make our predictions from there on out. We're going to do wild card, then we're going to do conference run, and then we're going to do off season. So expect it in some guideline like that. Thank Bro. you for listening. What's good, GGML? Here we are back. Episode five. What's going down on the gridiron? And, uh, <laughs> it's been an eventful uh, year 12 here in GGML. A lot of stuff to recap. A great offseason. Some some very big headlines going into uh, GGML season 13. Who's going to rise? Who's going to fall? And it's all going to start here today in the booth. It's the usual usual crew. DJ, you dig. New money boy and Trey. We're going to start with DJ. What's good, Sir, man? we back at it. We just ready to get this season started, man. Yeah, that boy ready for another playoff. Oh, yeah. 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 How you doing, man? What's good? What's good? I need to bounce back from last season. Yeah, yeah. What's up, new money? You know what it is, man. Dude's trying to get back to that chip. We good, though. We good. Yes, sir. And fumble six. How are you doing in the booth? Oh, that's straight disrespectful. But we're back on the podcast, man. Uh, at least we're making it to Super Bowls. And, you know... Uh, okay. so, I'm glad you're uh, having me on here. Thank you. All right. So as you can see, some energy is already brewing in here. Uh, let's just go ahead and dive straight into it. Chrome HDH upsets the entire league. He gets in the playoffs, has to play wildcard round, runs the table, and uh, he beats Trey in the Super Bowl. Uh, Jonathan Abram, user fumble six. Uh, to get a go-ahead touchdown with 47 seconds left in the game as he beats Trey by seven points and gets his first ever title in GGML. Look, looking at the, the room of all the guys with the trophies, we got Riptide, we have myself, TJ, we have New Money Boy, we have Yadig, Dig, we have Moves, we have Game and Turtle, and we now have Chrome ACH. I believe I hit them all on the button now does this solidify chromie hdh 
as a top 10 all-time player. You lost to the man in the bowl. So, first, let me know what happened that last drive of the game, man. And uh, is he a top 10 player all-time? Yeah. Um, A lot of respect goes his way to uh, HGH. And if you're, you know, in and around the league, you know what's kind of happening with him right now. He may not be the user for the Raiders for a little bit. So I don't think this one Super Bowl solidifies him as a top kind of player in the league. But all respect goes his way. He played really well. It was a great game. I bet it was, it was probably a fun one to watch. And just an, an unfortunate oh, way to lose the game. <laughs> But, you know, we're not salty about it. We're ready to get into a new season and get back to the ball. Yeah, man, you know, you have the ball. And, man, we were all in a watch party together. And that fourth down and, that like, was what, crazy. two? That was, it was like, crazy. a fourth down and two on I your own third scary. down. And we were in the party. I was screaming. I was like, why are you going for it? You're on your own 30 with a minute to go. And you got the, the first down off of a, a quick hike or a... A hard count, I should say, actually. And then you still ended up picking up. So that was a crazy moment. And then I think the very next play, the fumble, man. Just a gut-wrenching way to, to lose. You know, I clown you in the chat a lot. But, hey, you made it to the bowl. Props to you. You respect your second season here. Your first full season, actually. So major props Thank to you, you in that aspect. But I'm going to flip it over to you, DJ. Being in the league here. For the most out of anybody here in the booth currently, uh, it does this solidify HDH as a top ten player all time out of everybody you've seen. Uh, I play HDH a lot, and I think he's borderline top ten. I wouldn't say top ten just yet. I mean, he, don't get me wrong; he his in defense is an incredible user, whatever you want to call it. But I just can't see him like he has to do more in the playoffs like get another ring to solidify it you know because he's had too many playoff disappointments i should say to solidify that he's a certified top 10 yeah but you know to talk on a little bit uh cpml season eight home ach with this exact same raiders team took him to the afc championship where they would then lose to mitch uh, Mitch advanced to the Super Bowl and then got throttled by moves. But nonetheless, ACH <laughs> now has made two championship rounds in Madden 21. Uh, we've done, I believe, four seasons now in Madden 21. So he's 50-50. You know, he's definitely gaining his respect, working his way up there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to save my opinion here in a minute. Uh, new Money Boy, you've also been here a very long time, seeing lots of talent in and out the league. Does this solidify a top Nah, big shout-out to HGH on that. That was a big run, you know what I'm saying? Um, for him to do that with the pressure on his back. Um, but, nah, I don't think he's a top-10 guy. I mean, you said Riptide. I- I'm not going to lie. Like, he was the guy for a while. I'm not going to lie. Yo, he was top two. No question. Um, and and not two. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I, I stopped <laughs> that. Yeah. But uh, I was going to say, I was going to say, um, you know, you got some guys like Moves. I mean, he got kicked because some, some BS, too. And I, I haven't, HGH, I mean, you know, he had, what, a season that he's been in the running? Like you said, a couple seasons ago. I mean, he got mm-hmm. he got a chip. You got to respect him. But, like, consistency, I, you know, I don't know if he's top 10. But much respect to him. Yeah, you know, myself personally looking at it, uh, he's had two championship round appearances. He's one and one in them. 
Like this playoffs, for example, he didn't even have a first round bye, so he wasn't even a favorite to make it all the way. And you can argue that if DJ, if I take I mean, my three, if DJ takes his I'm in three the points in that AFC championship, then ACH wouldn't even made it that far. But props to him this year. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess you could say he was the best player this year, but all time, man, we've seen a lot of talent. We see Riptide, bring as much as I hate to say it, Nate. Uh, we used to have him. A lot of great guys, man. And when you think everybody prime for prime, there's some people even without rings <coughs> DJ, go. that uh, I think are better than him even with his ring. I don't know, man. He gets a lot of respect. I think he's fringe, though. I think he's 11 or 12. Uh, you know, he's still applying for reinstatement in the league. I think if he gets back and puts together – one more Super Bowl run, even if he doesn't win it, if he just makes one more, I think that'll solidify him. But uh, you, uh, you dig, you've been here, you've made the Super Bowl yourself. You're personally a fan of the ACH hype train. Uh, what you got going on over there? Is he a top 10 player all the time? Uh, well, I haven't been here as long as the rest of y'all, so I can't really talk for like Riptide and Moves and all them because when I joined, they weren't here. So based off of what I seen, I think he's top, I don't think he's top five, but I think he's top 10 at least. Like he's like around there. And that's my boy. So like, I'll give him respect. I mean, that's good. He won the first game without his quarterback or without his mm-hmm. partner, yeah. Henry oh, Ruggs. Yeah, good that's point. pretty tough to do in the playoffs. That's extremely hard to do, especially in this league. Yeah, that, that's respect. Um, Next game he won without Ruggs. He went the whole he way without whole Ruggs. And AFC Championship without Josh Jacobs. Um, Exactly. Like, like, you can do that without your best players. I mean, that's disrespect right there. So, I think he's top 10. He might not be up, up, but I still think he's top All right, 10. all right. Nice Yo, I got opinions all the way around. Who did he play in the first round what? without Carr and Ruggs? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's why. That's, what that's why. Yeah, yeah. Damn. <laughs> exactly. That's why. He didn't, he didn't be any. But I'm sorry, that's Master right. D. If you're listening, I'm sorry. Nah, it is what it is, bro. Master D almost gave the diggers first L C thirteen. But moving on. Rover, he just can't seem to get over the hump. Last year, he comes in the league zero and five. Runs the table, makes the playoffs, and makes the freaking Super Bowl, where he would then lose by 10 points to Atashi. This year, he comes in, he uh, makes the playoffs despite being second in his division, and he gets to the NFC Championship, where he would then uh, be beaten by Trey, and now 0 1, uh, excuse me, 1 1 in the conference round, and then 0 1 in the Super Bowl. Two years, and debatably the best start ever out of anybody other than. Possibly Trey, who made the bowl, but considering they both have uh, losses and Rover made an NFC Championship, might give him the edge. But uh, a very good start for him, but what is it going to take for him to get over the hump? And uh, how good of a shot would you say he has in GG uh, thir- uh, Season 13 with all this competition brewing? You think that window's closing in on him, or how, how much time would you say he has? <clears throat> I was going to say, man, I, I think that window... That opportunity, like, you know, it closes in this league because you got guys like Trey, he made the bowl. That was his time to win the bowl. And much respect to Trey. Like, he, he mm-hmm. did his thing. And I always go back to your dig. I feel like he beat – I remember his first time in the league, came in. I'm like, damn, I couldn't beat him. I'm like, damn, what's going on? And he won the bowl early, you mm-hmm. feel me? And then now it's kind of – you feel me? It's, yep. it's tempering down a little bit. So, 
I was gonna say, I'm not gonna say his it's like closed, closed, but like bro, the window right there, your finger, your finger in the middle of the window. You feel me? It's like you're hurting yourself right now if you're trying to pry that open. Yeah, man. My per so personally myself looking at this, even I I had a window and I hit through that window and now the window has been shut closed. <laughs> <bullet through. laughs> you know, we are extremely washed. We're in the Same. laundry uh, mat. And uh, we're, we're, we're welcoming in new money boy and uh, DJ. They're, they're currently filling out their application. <laughs> hey, hey, chill out, chill out, washing, chill out, chill out. You know, my my application's been rejected. Uh, man, the competition. <laughs> no, it hasn't. We, will, we are always hiring <laughs> for the elderly. But uh, personally, myself, looking at, you know, the window in the league, man, I feel like it's really shortened to about two years. Quick fun fact, we haven't had a repeat winner in the last six seasons. We had TJ win a bowl. We had Moves win a bowl. We had Yadig win a bowl. We had Game and Total win a bowl. We had Atachi win a bowl. And now HDH win a bowl. So to say the window... And never got back. And never got back. Six years... Exactly. Yeah, nobody ever know. They didn't repeat. Nothing. Actually, I take that back. Oh, it, did, yeah, yeah, hold did, on. Did, hey, did, hey, did, hey. Uh, Game and Turtle happened back-to-back years, but regardless, nobody has uh, repeated in the last six years. So to say the window's closing is an understatement. I think for you to go two years to the, uh, the chip round and then one year to the Super Bowl round, if you can't cast in that ticket, I think... Uh, you're done. Like with you digging that division, and as much as I hate to say, JH is going to come up. But uh, we're not going to get into that too much. And th- there's just dogs in the NFC. There's like seven straight Super Bowl contenders. So I don't think I see you getting there three times in three years. It's just not happening in this league. But uh, to come over to you, DJ, it, how close is his window? Uh, I still think his window halfway open. Halfway, like. I'm not looking at it from a negative perspective because this man still has a lot of moves to make on this roster to make it even better than what it already is. But the only downside is a lot of his better players are coming into contract years like Saquon, who's going to eat up a lot of that cap. No, he does like, not have Saquon. Where you, like, you at right now? Bro? Where you, the Vikings bro? have Saquon, DJ? <laughs> Oh, the my bad. Like, I always confuse him with King J. Bro? My bad. Um, yeah, his window's closing. His window's closing, for sure. Because, um, what's his name? Harrison Smith's going to be gone soon. Yo, Saquon, and, too. Like, okay, chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Okay. His, his team is old. He has to... I guarantee you, he goes back into rebuild mode, like, very soon. Yeah, not too much to bag on uh, DJ real quick, but he does have some interesting pieces on that defense. Uh, as you know, Harrison Smith, as well as Michael Pierce. Grady as well Jerry. As, uh, I believe he just traded Anthony. He traded uh, Anthony Barr. And uh, there, there's no free safety on that team. He drafted a rookie last year and uh, developed Mike Hughes to superstar. So he's doing good in that compartment. You know, he has some nice weapons on offense, but I just, I don't think it's more of a roster problem. I think it's a problem of the league is deep problem. Like, there's seven, eight contenders for a Super Bowl in the <laughs> NFC. I believe there's actually four winners of the Super Bowl in the NFC. So I just don't see it happening. Like, I don't I don't see someone making that three times. But uh, you dig. You're one of the newer guys in the league. 
Uh, off to a pretty good start. You got that one chip and then kind of fell off a cliff. But uh, t- talk about Imagine. Uh, Rover. You play him twice a year. I, I know y'all have some battles. Is his window closing? Nah. I'm going to go against y'all. I don't think his window's closing. Every game that we played, I mean, like, every game we played has been close to him. Yeah, Dick. Our right. records is two and two against each other. I think if he, if he can beat me and then he can win the division, I think he's set. If, if he can get a bye, if he can get a first round bye and then play against the seven seed the next week, I think he, while he gets, I think he can possibly win it. <laughs> what? Ah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. 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 Nah, nah. But no, nah. Rover, he's good comp. As much as I hate to say it because he's my division rival, he's actually good comp. So I, I actually believe in him. I think he can do it. If he makes the right moves with his team as well, because he's been making moves, like y'all said. If he keeps making moves with his team and then keeps getting younger, I think all he right, can do it. All right. Uh, can we on this one, Trey? You uh, just beat him in that NFC Championship game. Uh, what are you thinking, man? How long is he going to be? I'm going to piggyback off your dig here and say his window is still open. Um, it's really just about him managing the team well. He doesn't have the best roster in the league, but he's been doing fine. He's really good comp, like you dig said. But in my opinion, he's going to have to do it without a first round buy and without a division title because I do not see you dig losing that division anytime soon. So if Rover wants to, you know, get back into form and win a Super Bowl, I still think the window's open, but he's going to have a tough road to get there in a stacked NFC with eight, like you said, eight plus contenders. Every playoff game's a tough one. So I really just think I don't I don't see him winning the division. So he's going to have a tough one, but I think his window's still open. Yeah, he has the talent to make it. It's just there's other eight there's eight other guys with the exact same amount of talent. It's just not a recipe for success. As you said, winning three playoff games to even get to the bowl and then win one more, it's gonna be very hard to do nonetheless. And uh yeah, you got you me. Yeah. I got you on this one, right? I think he yeah, yeah. All right. All right, moving on. Uh just wanna give a major shout out. Everybody, uh when you see Trey in the chat, man, make sure you tell him good stuff with these with these awards he suggested it he got on top of it loving the initiative he's showing fun fact when trey came into the league i was about 30 seconds away kicking him from the first time i met him he came in instantly trolling and uh for some reason i just ended up giving him a chance man he's really took it and ran with it making around uh gg mail content he was one of the first guys to reach out about being on the podcast and now putting together these awards major shout out to him as well, he's been clean with the gameplay uh, as of late, and he's making the Super Bowl, doing everything you could ask for in a rookie user in the Madden 21 cycle. <laughs> Definitely not what you would expect. But uh, nonetheless, Season 12 awards, uh, this may j- just be intriguing to some people. Some people may get offended. Who knows? But uh, uh, Trey, I'm going to let you just name off each one. Yeah, and then, thank uh, you. Uh, we'll talk about the, uh, Compliments and whatever. And thank you for not kicking me. Also, that's... I appreciate you for that. uh, The awards, really cool thing. We have a lot of the same guys for a few of the awards. So we'll make it quick. It was a really cool idea. We'll continue to build on it. But our first award is for general MVP. So most valuable player in the chat. 
with gameplay, helping you out. And the winner of this award is you dig. So congratulations to you, you dig. Do you want to say anything? <laughs> All I want to say is I don't even know how I won this. Yeah, well, like, congrats for the MVP. People this, think that you're the most valuable though. player over the last season in the chat and in gameplay. We got most improved player. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, oh can I speak on your dig real quick? Yeah, you dig, man. Another guy who came in here his first year, he beat me in the NFC Championship. Was not, which was not a fun game. Another person who was on the tightrope from the get-go, but uh, nonetheless, <laughs> you dig, he's been here, man, and recently in the departure of uh, DJ being a commissioner, oh, he doesn't have hey, a all I gotta say, week. But, uh, all I got to say is, you Rojo and DJ Rojo. need to learn how to take a fucking hit. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, you dig, man. He's taken that commission spot and he's really stepped up. Him and New Money Boy and Legion, man, they do so much behind the, the scenes. We got private channels for commission chat, and they're always in there talking about updating the schedule and basically anything that helps out the league. You know, I'm the guy in the chat who's always being confrontational and stuff, so I take a lot of the heat for the stuff. But man, they do a lot of the work behind the scenes. You dig, always. Updating the schedule, helping people with their ability changes, position changes, anything along those lines. Very active and sadly very funny. <laughs> he likes to troll with JHLI. So. But uh, he's Smooth. definitely been a great addition to the league. And uh, he's definitely deserving of the award. Yeah, for sure. Uh, DJ and New Money Boy have anything to say on that? No, I was going to say salute. Salute, man. The dude is he's a baller. Dude be gaming. He get it in. Definitely a contender like every year. I mean, 13 and 3 this year, right? Um, just came up a little short, you know, but I mean, he got a chip on his on his belt. I yeah. definitely respect him. Salute, salute, bro. All right, good stuff, you dig. Uh, you're my boy. Uh, proud of you for that. We're moving on to most improved player. Uh, we got Broncos and the Chuck. So Chuck and Broncos. <laughs> what do you? Hey, what is, what does everyone think about most improved player going to Chuck? Bro, bro, as soon as he as soon as he watches, listen to spam the it up. He's, he's gonna, gonna go to the change screen. So hold on. He's gonna spam the Here's my thing. How do you improve from the seventh seed to the seventh seed? Uh, he, he beat you twice. You know But I hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, he beat hold you up. twice. Uh, I seems like an improvement to me. Like TJ always <laughs> says, when it comes to the playoff, regular season wins. Don't matter. Yeah, he improved, bro. Went nine he and seven to ten and six. Remember he he was the no he, no 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 last year. No, when he was the Lions, when he was the Lions, when he was the Lions, he was like one and six with the Lions. Uh, he yeah, he's not in charge the worst prior to the uh, uh, Broncos. That's improvement too. He was the, okay. He was he was the Chargers when I was he was the Chargers. He played like four or five games, and then remember he had to step away for a minute. He came back and took over the Broncos and finished that season 0-5. And this year, he went 11-6, and uh, 11-5, something like that, and made the playoffs and beat you twice. I think that's definitely deserving of a most improved, improved yeah, player. Personally, I agree with the award. Uh, congratulations to Chuck. I think he played really well. Like like you guys said, he beat DJ twice. Uh, it was regular season, but still really good stuff from him. I think he's well-deserving of the award. The next one we got, we have another kind of 
favorite here, best in chat. We got it going to you, Dig. Uh, I think that's also well-deserving. He's always in chat, you know, trolling or helping people out. So congrats to you on that. You guys have any thoughts on it? Again, salute. I mean, the young bull, he a young bull. So he going to do what he do. And then uh, he holding it down as commission too. Uh, you know, so, yeah, salute to him on that. He deserves it. Yep. Uh, no, right. Right. no, no argument there. People? All right, good stuff. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't even know how to say commission, but okay. All right. Miss <laughs> Thomas. Good stuff, you dig. You win best in chat and MVP so far. And you got another one coming up with the next award the hardest matchup or toughest matchup to go against it's a league-wide vote a league-wide that's vote definitely false. for uh, who everyone that's thinks is the false. hardest player to play against and they voted you once again so you dig takes the cake in the matchup category best in chat and mvp so far do you guys think this is deserving yeah tj <laughs> TJ, TJ, speak the truth. Hey, hey, okay, uh, let me say, you did can ball. That's definitely, you know, it, it's a fact. I just, I don't know, you dig his decision making at times doesn't make him seem like one of the elite. most elite players in the league because I was a sack away from beating him last year. You know, I'm going to hold on to that. And uh, the offseason tournament, you know, EA, I guess he just slid him some uh, Madden points or something under the table. But uh, no, no, yeah, no, I'm going to say it. he can definitely ball. He has a Super Bowl already. He's been here only four seasons. He has a Super Bowl, and he's consistently in the playoffs. He hasn't got a win, though, in the last two years. But uh, he's consistently there. Uh, his defense with Khalil Mack, uh, Jalen Johnson, and all them boy Eddie Jackson still also. He just drafted uh, my brother, TJ Smith, in the draft. If y'all didn't see that, but he's an X Factor, Swift, whatever. But uh, he's definitely building that team up well. He has a great defense. He developed Mac Jones from a third round prospect, like 70 overall or something, to a, like an 83 to 85, something like that now. And he's X Factor. So he can ball. He knows what he's doing. I want to see him make another run, though. I'm really rooting for all my sons, uh, your gig, uh, DJ, Mix, new money boy. You know, if you saw the, the master splinter and the uh, the Ninja Turtles meme, you know. I root for all my kids, but uh, yeah, he's definitely balling. He's all right, anything else I've been to say? Nah, nah. Uh, I think TJ summed it up really well. He's my boy. I think he's a really tough matchup. He's hasn't had the best of luck in the playoffs, but I think he can turn that around, uh, give him season 13, and let's see if he can make another playoff run and maybe come out with a few wins. And then, like you said, he drafted an X-Factor left outside linebacker with pick 24, I believe. So I had picked 20 in the past. And yet I told because you. Of something. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> the top five yep, prospects, looking back at the draft, are all normal, if I'm correct. And then you go all the way down to pick 24, and you dig the, I mean, somehow clutches up an X-Factor development 71 overall. So that's going to be huge if we're talking next year. But yeah, congratulations. Best matchup in the league or toughest matchup in the league. And then moving on, this one, I mean... This seemed like an obvious one. It was a runaway by far. The best scheduler, I bet you can guess, but it goes to TJ. He's always out every week, texts his opponent early, gives him a whole fucking paragraph <laughs> of 
when he's available, four thirty <laughs> to four fifty-seven. Uh, you can't play then, you know. I don't know, but congrats, man. It's, I mean, it works, and you win best scheduler award. What do you think about that? Yeah, man. Personally, one of my biggest pet peeves is people who wait to the last minute to schedule a game. So every week. Uh, usually I'm on to advance. If not, then it's new money while you dig or leaving. But usually I'm on and one of them will have the schedule typed up. So I'll see my guy and I'll text him and be like, today I'm free. And usually it's 4.30 to 11.30. Uh, I say tomorrow I'm free this time to this time. And then I'll say one more day I'm free from this time to this time. So I give you three days, each of them with about an eight-hour time gap. That's a total of like 24 <laughs> hours. If you're not free in the 24 hours, I don't know what to do. But uh, yeah, I'm very uh, a good communicator within the chat, and I don't think you ever see me taking a force L or a fair sim. Like it, it's just not gonna happen. But uh, yeah, you know, being in school still definitely helps. We'll see what happens with college next year. But uh, you know, I definitely like taking oh, yeah, initiative sure. uh, when scheduling games. Maybe most <laughs> more y'all should take uh, some notes on that. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. I, I love it, man. Uh, no disrespect. I It's definitely, I appreciate it. Whenever I've played you, I get that little message and I'm like, all right, I mean, I can play then. And we have it set within like two minutes. So it's definitely a good thing to pick up on. And, you know, more people can pick up on it. I think if we spread awareness on it, but moving on, we have two awards that, in my opinion, are very questionable, oh, and you guys are probably going to want to talk on this, so we'll go through everybody <laughs> here. We have best offense and best defense going to one user, and he goes by the name of Trey, a weird <laughs> person in the chat, so... So, I, <laughs> no question. No, he's definitely. But weird. Ewan's best <laughs> offense and defense, which is comes to a shocker to I think all of us in here. I, even myself, I didn't see myself winning both of them. But uh, TJ, what are your thoughts on me winning best offense and best defense? Okay, offense. I'll give you one of them, and the yes. one of them I'm gonna give is best offense. Yeah, best offense. It's so annoying to have to play against you because you got Ronald Jones and TJ Logan. So first off, you think, all right, let me come out in a, in a run-based defense and uh, with four D linemen on the field and my user linebacker, my first steps, I'm taking forward. And then when you got OJ Howard for the play action, you got Chris Godwin, <laughs> Mr. Crosser, excuse me. And then you have Mike Evans with the jump ball ability. And then with all three of those guys, this month, this guy will still throw a single out to the fullback every single time. And it's just the most annoying thing in the world to play. So just all those weapons, it's not fun to go against. Well, the defense, I don't know. I've, I I played Trey, and uh, I definitely have my opportunities to win that game. I don't think his defense, like he had a, a pick six, which was just a blind read by me. But I, I don't think his defense is one of the best in the league. But I had to think best defense, I'm giving it to... Gamer Turtle, New Money Boy, Atachi, myself, DJ, Itachi. uh, you dig? One of those guys, I don't oh, think my bad. Trey has a better defense. I said Atachi. I, I think I'd give it to one of those guys. Trey has defense. It's a top 10 defense, top one. I don't know about All that. All right, moving on to, let's go to DJ. What do you think on these awards? Uh, I think the offense is pretty accurate based on how TJ described it. In my opinion, Yadig is a very close second with the limited tar weapons he has. 
<laughs> you're not wrong. wrong. Especially against uh, JH. <laughs> Passing the ball. <laughs> um, but defense? <laughs> I, in my opinion, just from the AFC side, I would have gave it to Itachi. Just from the AFC side. Yep. NFC, I yep. would go either TJ or uh, Gaming Turtle. All right. Uh, is that all you got to say? Yep. All right. Okay. Moving on to let's go to uh, new money boy, best uh, offense and defense. Yeah, I'm 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 cool with you getting the best offense, bro. Best defense. I mean, I just you've been here only a, a year and a half, so you know as far as you know seasons and stuff. Uh, you know, I played too many guys that just like TJ back in the day. I mean, that joint was it was crazy. It was crazy. Young, you did. I'm telling you, I'm on lockdown. Tachi had me boxed. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, DJ be roaming. Um, like, he, he he named off everybody that I was going to say. I was going to say Rover, too. He had, he had me boxed for a second a couple of times. I was like, whoa. And it's not, I mean, it's not hard to box me, but it's just like, <laughs> just take away charge. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, Airtight you know, seal. much respect to that you. Tight end. That's I'm all you got to worry much, about. Much respect to Trey. Um, I, like I'm not mad that you got both. It doesn't. It's not a big deal to me. But uh, cause you 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 you've been a you've been a contender, bro, every year. So much respect to you on that. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that one. I think there's a lot of guys in the league deserving of the best defense, the best offense. I can maybe see with the weapons I have, but the best defense, I think Atachi and uh, Gaming Turtle are up there with like I think they're kind of top two, top three guys that are more hey it's it's just he's lethal he's lethal he's definitely good he never gets blocked like the safety just doesn't get blocked on anything but moving on actually we got you dig what do you think about these two awards bro you my boy but i don't think you deserve that defense bro like like everybody already said it bro like i got i played against game turtle um, bro, his defense is annoying, bro. Like, he, like you know what I'm saying? Look, he sits on the safety. Yeah, right. Stop the run, bro. It's so annoying. yeah. Like it's so like he'll have three down linemen, and I'll be an eye for him. And he can still stop. Bro, like, this I man can understand. stop it out of quarter. Who stops no, it yeah, out of quarter? The way he shoots the gap, phenomenal, bro. Man has been. He shoots the gap so. Man clean. has, and it's out of multiple formations, so it's not even nothing sketch. It's just perfectly timed. Man. And just it's muscle this memory. He's been doing that since Madden 20, maybe even Madden 19. I don't know. I wasn't that was yeah. before. My I mean, time. we're just talking about it now. Uh, the best defense is a little questionable. We're all talking about gaming turtle and his user skills really, really well. And just to piggyback off your dig, he is so right about that. He came in three down linemen, and I swear to god, I'd be an eye form. And his safety doesn't get blocked by my eight blockers that are free. <laughs> I, I mean. He's just a dog. I think he's more deserving of the award, but the league is voted. And moving on, we got best content in around the GGML. It is a channel in the Discord server that we have where we post, you know, our content, how we did in the last game, any news breakdowns of each team. And the winner of this award, I think is very well deserving, is DJ. He uh, always puts really good content in that chat. He has these crazy little graphics that he does that look like a magazine cover. They look amazing. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. Much respect to him. I think chats like that in the server are really, really cool and really help the league out. He's always in there after every game. So props to him. Uh, what do you guys think about DJ winning that award? Let's go to DJ first. I just want to thank everybody who voted. Like, I, I honestly just knew as soon as it was a graphic design, I was like, there's no way I shouldn't win this. Because, I mean, I might not, I might miss a week every now and then, but I have the oh. most. Like this week that you just I still got time. Wait on it. Anyway, I still post even in my L's. Unlike some other people, I ain't going to name names. Um, but I usually have the most, second most consistent uh, post schedule. And yep. hey, I mean, graphics. respect, bro. You're always in there. And just to name off a few other guys that are in there, I like Master D. He's always in there. He's doing some really good stuff. And Mitch has been in there recently since joining the league. So if he keeps that up, that's pretty cool. But I respect everyone in the around the GGML. I'm trying to pick it up as we all should and we should get a kind of constant thing but congrats to you dj i mean those graphics like you said really really cool stuff and then moving on we got the oh oh my bad tj tj gotta talk no TJ let me, let me, talk. Let me for, he's my boy <laughs> yeah let me go ahead and step in here uh dj been here uh, ever since the get-go him and zay were like the only two people who even remotely wanted to talk to me you know i heard <laughs> no, no. so he's definitely been doing good and uh, before I really like took because it was uh, it was Dream as the commission point, it was Yeti as the commission at one point, it was Red as the commission at one point. So before I stepped up and took over that bigger role, I was usually the main guy in the uh, in the around DJ Mail making my content every week for my team and everything. But ever since this Madden 21, man, there's been so much energy going on. And uh, as everyone knows, the the around DJ Mail content, the chat activity, and the ruling fractions are your three best ways to get up in terms of team selection and uh yeah last year a lot of guys did content towards the end of the year to improve that user rank but uh we are in january fellas we are in january the next game doesn't come out till july or august and to have guys like dj is magazine coverage for a video game in january it, it just shows the passion the effort and the hard work that goes into the league and man, some of y'all who haven't been here since Madden 20, we have had so many ups and downs. The real OGs, no, the rookies, <laughs> y'all ain't been through nothing. Y'all think me arguing in the or something? Uh, get out of here. Y'all ain't surface. been through nothing. But uh, man, yeah, DJ, hard work. Usually every week, you know, we, we give him some crap sometimes whenever he doesn't do it immediately after an L. But uh, very consistent. Uh, he, he's definitely For sure, for sure. Thank Good you, stuff man. being said. Congrats to TJ once again. And then uh, I think we could finally move on if everyone's good, right? Yep. All right, so we're moving on to, I, I think this is a fun mm -hmm. one and an easy one. Um, we got the biggest <laughs> troll, I think. No oh, contest. It, so the biggest troll in GGML, <laughs> uh, I think everyone watching the podcast right now and in the podcast can guess right now who the selection is. But if... You're, if you're unsure, it is JH. That's the biggest troll in the GGML. Uh, much deserving, I would say. So, uh, if anyone has anything to say, TJ, I'll go to you. Biggest troll in GGML goes to JH. Any surprise? <laughs> if I could ban any emoji in the world, 
any emoji in the world. It's that freaking <laughs> I see it under every single thing. It'll just be like built different in that emoji. It just make, it's just such a punchable emoji. And then he'll be then he'll be putting the, 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 the moaning. Yeah, the lips, the, the smiling with the lips. No. <laughs> it'll do that, or then he'll do the like the, the want, like the desperate for something like that emoji. So and I can ban those emojis. Just the, the purple devil yeah. emoji, the That's smiling wild. with the lips out emoji, and then the like the other emoji where it got the mouth oh open and God. the eyes closed. So those three emojis, JH is the biggest troll in the server, and he'll have everybody laughing. And I'll just be sitting there with my Bernie Mac meme. Him, Trey, and Chuck just just they make my blood boil. Oh, uh, hey, oh. I know, I know exactly what I'm My boy J H. This man, like, anytime <laughs> I'm going through some stuff during work, like, it can be like the worst, worst ten minutes. I look in the <laughs> chat. This man will have me cracking up in the middle of the f- company, and everybody's like, just starts staring at me and everything. Like, this <laughs> man just has perfect timing. Like he doesn't, he doesn't exactly. It. It's organic. Like, like, like people we know before. <laughs> um, they're like the OGs know the original oh, troll Mitch. Like the OGs know oh, he used oh. to force every meme <laughs> in the book. Every meme, unconsensual. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's all deserving, and I'm just saying there should be no one taking this spot from him anytime soon unless he steps yeah. down. I don't, I don't want that award. I, I hope not. not. If we, someone else gives him one for his money, no, we're we going to have a serious problem. We can't have two yeah, I don't think anybody nah, can. Nah, nah. J.H. needs this award. We can't deal with two J.H. Let me say one thing about that. That bird that you put in while I was eating my food, that was... That was the most disrespectful <laughs> shit I've ever seen. The food. They that ate, was, that was a dog. <laughs> Bro, that was, it looked like a chupacabra. But yeah. It looked like, Bro, oh my God. Hold up. Nice. Where, my question is, where is your dig <laughs> to speak on J8? Easy. This is Easy. the... Bro, yeah. Bro, I'm a, what do you got to say? I was waiting. He's waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> We think your division. I'll be, I'll be giving you all the time. I'll be, I'll be on the phone with my girl. Like, I'll be on FaceTime and I'll bust out laughing. And she's like, "What's so funny?" And I'm literally just talking about how Jay is just making me laugh. Like, bro, this man. I'll be walking around my house just on my phone. And my sibling's like, "Bro, what's so funny?" I'm just laughing at Jay. Bro, y'all, y'all seen my DMs? He, 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 I just bust out laugh. Like he's like top three funny person. It's, 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 like, it's not even like it's not even like he forces it. It's like face reveal. And he's like, no, no that's yeah. always like, like, like no. just randomly. Yeah, like yeah, the dude is he's straight funny. Like, I mean, we just went on rambling. Everyone had something to say. I mean, we love the dude as much as he's a troll. He just makes us all laugh, man. And props to him. He just doesn't force anything. He's like you all said, and like your dig said, he's like one of the funniest people I think I've known for for a little bit. And and he's in a chat. Like that is impressive. Yeah, I, I just got one more thing. 
his biggest meme that will probably never die unless somebody else you shoot? tops it. <laughs> is any any time your dig starts talking trash, he just inserts that uh one clip <laughs> of him getting picked off it's at a the picture. one. It's a picture. <laughs> yeah. That's too funny. Same difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, J.H., congratulations, uh, man. Uh, your team management with the little Jair trade, uh, that that's a little questionable. Just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> I mean, if you could maybe t- tone down the trolliness and help out your team a little bit, that would be good. But moving on, we got – oh, my God. All right. Here's another <laughs> – we got the most overrated player in GGML <laughs> in for season twelve. We got the most overrated player. Uh, this is this could be counted as a surprise, but it goes to TJ uh, and his Rams as the most overrated player in GGML season twelve. Uh, I'll go to DJ, his friend. What do you think about TJ getting the most overrated award? <laughs> Bro, I was shocked when I first found this out because, like, me being me and me and him going back head to head, like, it goes deep. Like, I just found that a big surprising. Pause. A big pause. I thought it was going to be hey, controversial. Hey, it goes deep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chill out. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's probably the most controversial award next yep. to the best defense. All right, trade. TJ, what do you think about <laughs> are you proud of winning the overrated award? <laughs> or what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you know, I'm just fed up. And you know, I'm, I'm gonna be fed up, but I'm gonna be fed up. To, I'm gonna be fed up to piss the rest of y'all off. This coming up season. Because I'm a five time champ. And although I haven't had the best luck recently, the reason why is I used to make people quit on a daily basis. Ask DJ. I had to play somebody three times in one day because I was making people rage quit from the league. Like, I really let off the gas because I, I didn't want it to look like I was just completely stumped out of competition. There were off-season polls on if I had to retire or not. People are just forgetting how, how this, this quickly forgetting how much dominance I had in the league whenever I was in my prime with that Bucks team and with that Mounties team. It was so good, man. But I, I know y'all saw the offseason acquisitions, man. We got Chandler Jones and Vaughn Miller at, to pair it with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Y'all boys have fun with that. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm not going to get too mad right now, but whenever I'm in the ball, I want to hear nothing about this lost laundry mat talk. Uh, we're we're going to let our talk and do it, but I appreciate the motivation. <laughs> yeah, that's um, there, so he I'm also got to prove to put defensive rally on Aaron Donald because Yadig is a dumbass Bruh. and oh. let him get defensive rally. <laughs> so, no, no, no. Oh. Wait, what is defensive rally? Uh, defensive rally is a superstar ability in Madden 21. And what it does is it gives your whole freaking offensive line zero resistant bars on third down. Yes, it does. That's not what it does. Oh, same thing, bro. Same thing. It gives your defensive line. Everyone gets an extra pass rush move move on third and fourth down, correct? 
So his whole D line, so his D line of yeah, Von Miller, Chandler Jones, and Aaron Vaughn. Donald is gonna have an extra pass rush move on every third down. So you might as well just punt it on second down. It, it's a dice roll though because it says defensive lineman and they are outside linebackers. It, so if you put them well, in the depth really chart on D line, this is gonna be very but, good. You know, very bad. it's it's. I feel like that's a very good ability. Yeah, it, 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 it seems like a really it. good ability, and he added Von Miller it. and Chandler Jones alongside Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, like you said. And I think this is a very controversial uh, award <laughs> here. I don't think he really deserves the most overrated, but hey, the league does. And now you're gonna bring back the old TJ who makes people <laughs> quit every time. So <laughs> thanks for that. Anyone else have anything to say? <laughs> I just- Y'all saw what I did for spring week 17. Come on now. Bro, all I'm gonna say <laughs> that was a slaughter. All I'm gonna say, I did not vote I, I, for this award. Let me let me in this booth. Let me let me interject. Who's in this booth? There's two people in this booth. And this is new money speaking. So like real talk, like I actually voted my cause I know I'm not where I used to be. So like TJ's definitely not over. Like, bro, come on, man. Like y'all gotta dude's gotta cut it out, but TJ gets slander right now. He on the slander. He on the slander uh, tour. So, hey, hey, NFC, y'all have fun. Yeah. <laughs> TJ, but exactly. what's the talk? If he he just signed two X factors with Pat as threat. So now, if you if you exactly. don't get past the wild card, bro, they're gonna be on your head. That's all. Yeah, I know. Mean. I know. I know. This, this, yeah, this uh, gives me expectations. I know I can live up to him. Oh, oh, oh we're not even gonna be playing on Wildcard Weekend. We're not even about that. Going his shot. We're not gonna be playing on Wildcard Weekend. Very controversial. I don't think it's deserving, and now it's gonna piss him off with his three X Factor D lineman and an X Factor corner. But moving on, I is it okay if I skip the biggest <laughs> cheesier award? Because yeah. Yep. All right, and then yeah, the next we, we award can, would be the most we know why uh, underappreciated member in the league. I really like this award. I thought it's cool, and I thought two guys most deserving of the award actually won it in a tie. So I'm actually that's pretty cool. Uh, the winner of most unappre- underappreciated is Legion and his Steelers, and Master D and his Patriots. Two guys that are in the league a lot, uh, in the chat a lot. Master D is in around GGML, like I said. In Legion, under the radar, Thomas just doing a bunch of stuff for the league. I have much respect for both those guys, and especially Legion, who just kind of flies under the radar and does all this stuff for the league, and he just doesn't get the recognition he deserves. So I I have a lot of respect for both you guys. I'm going to go to TJ now to say anything about Legion and Master D. Yeah, myself, man, being in the commence chat, I see everything that goes on. And uh, as a lot of y'all know, last uh, weekend, uh, I turned 18 on Sunday and the Saints were playing. And that was the end of the it was it was going into wildcard weekend for us in the league. And keep a stab, it was my birthday. I didn't feel like doing nothing. I was watching the Saints game and uh 60-40s. They had to be calculated. And uh Leesman, he came through with the list like halfway done. And then uh new Yo, buddy boy with his horrible mascot, by the way. He I'm convinced he doesn't have a high school <laughs> diploma. But but nonetheless, uh him, new money boy, and you did, they all hop on it. 
And man, major shout out to them. I was able to just relax <laughs> and uh, just watch the Saints get throttled on my birthday. That was not fun. But uh, nonetheless, he did that. And even last year, the year before, he calculated all the 60-40s on his own without having to be asked. And then, you know, I, I kind of returned the favor here with the all-time DJML staff. I noticed that we were like an hour and a half away from the draft. And I was like, oh, snap, we got to calculate this. So I ended up just doing all that besides a couple of divisions that were already done. But I guess that was like a, a repay the favor. Man, Lee, he's always in the scheduling chat. He's always got some two cents on trades and on uh, ruling fractions. And he goes really under the radar. I mean, he's on Pacific Coast. So he's usually at work whenever everybody else is in the chat that's going crazy. And uh, yeah, he's been doing a lot of hard work and he it definitely deserves to be recognized more. But you know, he, he's laid back. You never see him talking trash. You never see him salty about an L. He plays this game. He he's a great Yeah, uh, I think you summed it up greatly there. The if anyone, major if anyone else has anything to say, go ahead. Shout out to Legion. I just want I just want to give respect to my boy Legion. Like always knew this man does a lot of work like even when he was a commission before i was pre-ggml like because we're not even going to get into that um but i just want to give out give out shout out <laughs> to him and i'm not gonna lie he has been salty over a couple l's you just don't see it in chat you just don't see it in chat Oh, Cole, Cole, yeah, 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 outside my name. We were definitely outside my name. All right, well, as you can tell, we all have a lot of respect for those two guys. Legion being an amazing comic, and like you said, on the Pacific Coast. So he doesn't get as much recognition as we feel he deserves. So I'm glad he won this award. I'm... Yep, that's exactly Master D consistent with the edits every single week. Win, loss, anything. He posted. I remember he had 39 passing yards against DJ. He still <laughs> made a graphic. That's that's crazy, bro. There's some people who only post when they win. There's some people who only post when they can. Master D, bro. So much respect. Every single week he's in there, bro. It's it's ridiculous. He's he's yep, you're right on the dot. I, I, I was about to, I was about to say from, uh, Master July. D, but you really nailed everything. So like you said, respect to both those guys. Master D always, always in around GGML with the really cool edits. Even in a rough game, it's right after the game he posts it every single time. So, yeah. I mean, much yeah, within an hour. Moving you know, on, we got the best rivalry in GGML. So the two, <laughs> yeah, this is a questionable, <laughs> but the best rivalry in the league, which is kind of a jab at someone in this booth, but they're saying a good rivalry is between Chuck and DJ. The best rivalry in the league. I don't, mean, I don't oh, I know how you can call that. A sweet, rivalry. sweet. Um, but I guess since Chuck won two games in the regular season and then you got the best of them in the playoffs, they're saying that's the best rivalry. Yep. I, hold up. Before you go on, before you go on, I just want you to know, if we combine the two games, it's yep. still a one-possession I mean, game. <laughs> yeah, that's what they voted, and they also voted uh. in a tie with Chuck and DJ. They said Trey and Gaming Turtle as another really good rivalry and i can I agree with the one. second one i can agree with the second one i mean we that's played three times one. last year yeah. and i think we i went two and one over him he won our first matchup and then i won 
the game in the playoffs and late in the regular season. So I can agree with that rivalry. We're going to continue to play a lot each season. We are division rivals. And uh, does TJ, what do you think about these two rivalries? Hey, man, they're both good rivalries. Starting off with a check versus DJ. I think he put the entire league on, on oh, my goodness, my voice. <clears throat> he put the entire league on notice, bringing out the brooms in a regular season. But oh. regardless of who you're playing, oh. you'll be playing your digs trash ass <laughs> three times. You're not going to beat them all three times. It's very hard to beat anybody three times in a row, regardless of who they're. So I just knew the L was coming True. in the playoffs. It was inevitable. Uh, he, he was talking way too much in the regular season. You can't do that. I guess a guy like DJ. DJ was just waiting to catch him lacking. But I definitely respect he's improved a lot. I don't see him doing it again, though, this year. That's why I'm not going to consider it a better rivalry. On the other side, though, we got Trey versus Game Turtle. This is almost a guarantee three matchups a year because they're in the, in the division, so they're going to play twice a year at the get-go. And then they're both locked for the playoffs. So whoever wants to get to the bowl, you're going to end up playing one or the other. So I definitely think this is the better rivalry. I believe they split in uh, the regular season, and they didn't match up in the playoffs, if I remember correctly. They didn't. So they ended up splitting. And then the year before that, they also had some good games. And I believe they're both built to contend for the entire Man 21 cycle. Chuck is going to be a one-year wonder who didn't even win a playoff game. You did. What do so you think? I'm, I'm going to have to give it to Trey and Game of Turtle as the better rivalry. But I don't even think Chuck and DJ is technically a rivalry. I think it's just exactly. Chuck just being Chuck. Like DJ doesn't really care of it that much. DJ just sits and watches it. And then Chuck like talks about it. So I don't I wouldn't even come to that as a rivalry. But Gaming Turtle and Trey, like they like do not want to play each other. Like they, like for the um off season tournament. They were scheduled to play against each other. They wouldn't play. Yep. They didn't and want to play because they didn't want to play against each other. And just that's to add on that, we don't rivalry. want to play because that's, we know I, we're going to play in the regular season. And we know that we're such good rivals that I don't even want to give up any more plays to this guy. I, I think he's going to know my whole playbook but in a year or two. And it's just tough playing a, such good comp uh, twice, two to three times every year. But uh, new money boy, what do you think about these two rivals? Yeah, y'all hit it on the nose, man. I mean, it's clearly y'all two, uh, Game and Turtle and Trey. Um, I mean, Game and Turtles solidified himself in GGML and post GGML. And then you came in here and you're doing your thing, bro. And like everybody said, you in that division, and y'all, y'all, y'all gonna see each other each and every time. And I mean, Chuck had a good run. This was a run. He got the votes because. He talks to talk, and he got a run, and he got over on DJ this time. But DJ beat him when it counted. So, like like y'all said, it's not really a rivalry. So, I'm going to go with y'all. Came in turtle and try. Yup, DJ, what do you think? <laughs> y'all obviously have the better rivalry. Like, like you dig said, <laughs> a rivalry can't be just yeah. one person hyping it up. It has to be both sides. Like, there's... Yeah. You, never heard of such but uh, everybody yep, I mean, wrapped it up we perfect. all said it it was a g really good run for chuck so no disrespect to him at all we just think that that rivalry will come to an end soon it was a really good run this year but uh yeah i think i think me and gaming turtle have the a slight edge with the battle rivalry there and then moving on we have the dark horse for next season season 13 in ggml 
Uh, the league has voted that the dark horse for season 13 is you dig. So they think that you dig is gonna, yeah. you know, make it far in the playoffs and have a really good season uh, once again. Get... And they're they're saying a dark horse, so they think you can make it pretty far in the playoffs. Uh, you dig. What do you think about winning this award? Um, I mean, I'll take it. I like, I, I appreciate the respect. I appreciate the support. Um, that I, I wouldn't even, I didn't even vote myself for this one, but I could see why I got voted for it. Now that I look back on it, I can see why I got yeah, voted I for it. Yeah, I think they, I think and, they're um, I just want to say thank you to everybody. Because the unfortunate uh, playoff losses in the last couple of years. So they think you're going to turn it around this season. So, uh, I mean, congrats for winning that award. And TJ, you got anything to say on this? Okay, the reason he won the award, and this is not a low blow at all. The reason he won the award is because he missed the playoffs season 11, and then he lost first round season 12. But if you look at the NFC, it's literally a Super Bowl contender every single game. Like, I don't think y'all realize how hard it is to win the NFC. Like, I don't think you digs a dark horse by any means. He's literally, he has, I'd say, the second or third best chance to win the bowl, so he's not a dark horse in my eyes at all. Uh, more of a dark horse would be Oh, get out of here, bro. You, y'all, y'all got me fed up with him already. But uh, you dig can definitely ball. Uh, uh, a dark horse would be like a master or a, or a, a tramp or something like that. Somebody who isn't a... Stop the cap. Somebody who isn't a contender who has a legitimate shot at making it. Yadig is a contender. He literally has a Super Bowl. I don't know how someone with a Super Bowl is a dark horse. I just... I New money boy, what you think? He definitely doesn't. Uh, it's the same thing, man. Hey, man. The dude got big respect over here on my end. So, like, he's not a dark horse. Like, a dark horse is something you don't see coming. You know, it's just like... Uh, uh, your dig is there every year. So, I don't understand what... I don't understand. Exactly. But, hey, I do get the losses, but like, bro, he's there. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. hey, uh, I'll say like my dark horse. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to look. Uh, it's really, it's really not that many dark horses out there. You know what I'm saying? Who's gonna come and make a run? I guess Chrome HGH was the guy, and he did it already. He, he did it. I guess maybe uh the Giants. You know, I could say who. Yeah, like yeah, somebody like that, like King J. I say, hey, he was there. Yeah, somebody like that. Now he might make a run this year. People might not see him coming. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. So maybe, maybe King J on that one. I don't you know. You beat Trey last year in yeah. the playoffs. Salute to him anyway. Hey, he won all the awards. This man ran run away. For sure, for sure. And I'm going to try to hustle this up <laughs> a bit. So I'm going to move on to the last award. And it is the Super Bowl predictions for season 13, I believe. Yeah, season 13 in GGML. And they are saying that the Super Bowl predictions are a matchup between Trey and DJ and his Chiefs. Trey and his Bucks versus DJ and his Chiefs. Uh, this is, I think, controversial. What do you guys think about this one? Uh, I, I don't see. Listen, I don't see them. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, DJ's supposed to get to this point. He's supposed to get over the hump, man. You've been there. You actually got there this this year. You just, you, you know, it, it, unfortunate, you know. Um, took an L in that game, but you know, DJ's supposed to be there. 
he had a chance this year. He was supposed to be there. I mean, so this is not this ain't really this ain't really so took my three. Uh, it's okay. I'm cool with it. Whatever. TJ. Yeah, I agree with or TJ go. Uh looking at this personally, I don't know. I, I root for DJ year in and year out, but he disappoints me year in and year out. And uh, most people know that Madden 20, if it wasn't for me, DJ would have two rings at minimum. Uh, we played each other in the playoffs three times <laughs> in Madden 20 and once in Madden 21 and 4-0 and all those big brooms over here. But nonetheless, DJ is the best Yo. player in the league without a ring currently. And I think he definitely has a shot to get there. But I don't know. He picked up uh, J.J. Watt in free agency. He's drafted well. His team has developed. It's the best it's ever going to get. Just traded for another alignment. Like, this is your shot right here. I could definitely see him coming out the AFC. But, again, the NFC, just way too many dogs. I don't know if I see Trey getting back there again. I feel like game in total with Trace McSorley, X-Factor, and I, I think he's really got something up his sleeve, you know, being in the same division as him for so long. You're going to catch on to his scheme. And then the best coach is going to win, in which I think Game and Turtle is the better play caller. Just Trey has the better weapons. But I, I, I don't see Trey making it. I can see Trey in a championship round game. I don't see Trey making a ball. I think my Super Bowl prediction would have to be, if not myself right, versus DJ, DJ then I would say you did versus DJ. That's what I would say. Uh, I really don't even know what to say on this. I just want to go back to an earlier statement before we actually started the podcast on how this man Trey said it would have been his first Super Bowl win if I made it this year. I found that all sorts of disrespectful. (laughs) I just found that all sorts of disrespectful. (laughs) But I I really ain't got too much to say on this topic. It's just talk. I was just saying. If you took your three and made it to the bowl, I might have had a better chance. But, you know, it's whatever. We'll move on to you, Dig. What do you think about this Super Bowl prediction? Yeah, like like the money boy said, I don't really – I'm not really against this one. DJ, DJ is supposed to be there. If not Atachi, I think it's going to be DJ. I would have said HGH again, not going to lie. But he's not there anymore. So, I think it's not – if it's not Atachi, it's going to be DJ. And in the NFC, I think if it's not – Trey, if it's not gonna be me, I low key think it might be Rover or Gaming Turtle, maybe TJ. Like anybody, <laughs> wow, he said oh, this he guy That's anybody in the playoffs, anybody yeah. in the playoffs can get. I mean, you summed it up. Really I personally think no, really I, I agree with it. I think DJ's bound to get to the Super Bowl this next year. I I honestly think he'll make it. And for me personally, in my team, I was. I took, was didn't he take an L? Didn't he? he in the one? AFC. <laughs> There's a cakewalk over there. New money boys, step up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he lost his I had no business. But he shouldn't, I shouldn't have even no had the ball the second time yeah. where he got that fumble. Yeah, and just I'm, I just want to talk personally. The team that I have, I thought was going to be old. And going into this offseason, I was honestly expecting kind of a rebuild phase. But we ended up actually keeping getting a better overall and keeping all the weapons and saving enough money for this year to sign back our four huge weapons on defense. So I was actually really stoked about that, expecting a rebuild phase. And then we ended up being, if not a better team than last year that we made the Super Bowl. So I honestly see myself making it to at least a 
conference championship round, if not the Super Bowl. I uh, hold myself up to those standards, and I want to make it again. want to get revenge on that Super Bowl that I lost just a couple days ago to an unlucky event. But, yeah, I think it's a pretty good prediction if I had to predict myself. I would probably say you dig or rover in the NFC spot. And then I would put DJ there. I would put DJ there in the AFC. So I would say I would say you dig versus DJ. But that is it for the GGML user awards. I want to thank you for having me, you know, commentate this and announce them all. And it was fun making. And it was fun to read them off and see what the league thought. So, uh, yeah, I'll hand it over to you, TJ. All right. Once again, everyone, whenever the podcast release, make sure y'all give Trey props for this. A, re- a very raw idea, and unfortunately, we will. As you we heard, will. we had a lot of repeat award winners. Uh, hopefully, next year we figure out. Like maybe next year we make specific candidates. They have for to sure. vote like three for each one. You pick A, B, or C, and that's how we do it. Make sure more guys get involved. But uh, the guys who won are the guys who are the most active in the chat. So I see why they were voted because they're the big names. Everybody knows TJ. You dig, J.A. Everyone knows them because they're in the chat. So if you didn't win an award, that's a message to you to put your name out there. Because if your name's out there, we're going to talk about you. We're going to clown you. But it's because we have such a great environment. Everyone's friendly. Uh, ever since the rebuild, man, there's been a lot less arguments in the chat. Only and other topics. The game internal his petitions. But uh, that's it. But uh, moving on. Uh, moving on now. My phone's at 5%, so we got to speed this last one through. Uh, overall, how uh, was your GGML season 12 experience and what are you looking forward to the most in season? I mean, not in season. Yeah, yes, in season 13. Disappointing. I'm going to start off with you, DJ. Just disappointing. And we just looking to get back to the AFC Championship. No, short and sweet. All right, you dig. How was your season 12 experience and what are you looking forward to the I most I think my experience 13? was successful but disappointing at the same time. Just because I got a lot of players dev'd up, I dev'd up like three, four players, and then I drafted another X Factor, and then I got a starting running back this year. So I think that's good, but then disappointed because I lost in the wild card. Um, I think this year I just want to do the same thing, just get my rookies dev'd up, um, try to win some more awards. Um, I want to get to championship, NFC championship at least, maybe get to the bowl, hopefully win the bowl. But yeah, that's just a just bounce back. All right, all right. New money boy. A uh, divisional round loss for you, my guy. I know time. you want to get back into that title. You know, you haven't had one I'm, since uh season to three. To be real, I mean my minute. season was solid. Yeah, man. How how was your season twelve? What are you looking me. forward to in season but, 13? You know, we look, you know, I just gotta diversify my um I gotta I gotta expand I gotta expand this playbook get you know diving in, into Madden a little bit more have a little bit more fun with it because sometimes do get dudes get too uptight and then you get you lose games like that so just try to like get back to my old Madden 20 days running around getting to the NFC championship AFC championship every year uh, hey, and compete a little bit more because nobody said my name yet in the AFC they're like yeah DJ gonna make it Trey said that you dig you said it. I'm like, bro, he forgetting. But it's all good. You know, I, I got to get back up. Here. That's all. That's all. Wake us up. All right. And Trey, 
after the fumble six to end your season. I know I can attest. Very gut wrenching. DJ can uh, uh, empathize with you. He can empathize with you on losing on the last play of the game. But uh, I mean, yeah, you said it. It's a really tough way to lose. I mean, that's the one way I didn't want to lose that game. But it happens, man. It's Madden. My overall experience, it was a great experience. I mean, I made it to the bowl in my first whole season in the league. So I'm proud of myself for that. And, uh, I mean, it was great. The league is running flawlessly right now. Uh, respect to all the commishes and everyone in the chat doing around G- GML, uh, JH trolling, like all those guys I have a bunch of respect for. And it's kind of become a little family in the chat too, so you love to see that. And then also just want to – Say, watch out for MJ and those Niners. I want to spread some awareness to everyone. <laughs> hey, no, hey, I'm just nah, kinda, I'm putting real. some names. I'm putting some names out there. I just want to talk. <laughs> MJ, hope you have a great season. It's your first whole season in the league. You went four and zero last year, uh, coming in super late. So I think you can make a run. Just want to put that name out there, and I want to put Mitch's name out there. I know he's an OG, but he made an. I mean, he finessed the crap out of JH and picked up Jair Alexander. And then he also picked up a Dory Jackson in free agency. So those are just two under the radar teams. I just want to put their names out there. But once again, great experience. Uh, proud of myself for making the bowl. I want to win one. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for having me on. Sure. All right, that's going to uh, just about wrap this up. What's going down on the gridiron episode five? Uh, we have officially been recording for just about an hour and some change here on a Friday night, pushing out content for the league. Uh, it's been going at an all-time high. It's the best it's ever been. And uh, it's not a one-man effort, contrary to popular belief. It is not a one-man effort at all. It is 32 guys. Everyone's engaged. Everyone's buying into a product, although it not be with actual money. It's with time, energy, and hard work. And I truly appreciate it from everyone, from the commish all the way down to the new guys in the league. Uh, we try to lead by example. Myself, New Money Boy, you dig. And Lisa, we, we lead by example. And you can see it before your eyes trickling all the way down with someone like Trey, with someone like, sadly, J.H., and with somebody like Mitch already back into the league. A lot of people stepping up, and uh, we definitely appreciate the initiative. But episode five, man, we are out. We will be back 